This is a HeadGum Podcast. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. A disease that purportedly originated on the other side of the globe ravaged North America, sickening Americans across numerous states, 40% of whom would require hospitalization. The year was 2015, and the disease was E. coli. And the suspected flashpoint? A fast-casual Mexican restaurant that built its brand on fresh ingredients and meals assembled to order. While no deaths were linked to the outbreak, which the chain attributed to Australian beef, though independent investigations were less conclusive, the foodborne illness delivered a devastating blow to the chain that famously reminds you that guac is extra. And that wasn't the end of it, as the widely publicized E. coli scare was followed by additional outbreaks. Norovirus later in 2015 and again in 2017, a bacterial infection that sickened 368 customers of a franchise near Columbus, Ohio in 2018, as well as a different sort of virus, a 2017 data breach that plagued locations in 47 states. According to its financial reports, the restaurant's revenue dipped 36% after the initial E. coli scare, and with its other setbacks, it would take three full years for the chain sales to return to pre-coli levels. But the eatery has soldiered on, and that it endures suggests it will be a fixture of the American chain restaurant industry for decades to come, foodborne illness be damned. In fact, while Yum! Brand's Taco Bell remains the sector kingpin, the E. coli survivor's nearly 2,500 locations placed it second among Mexican-American restaurants, out of stalwarts like Qdoba, Moe's, and Del Taco. But where does this Colorado-founded chain named for a smoked jalapeno go from here? And how do its burritos, bowls, and oft-forgotten tacos fare five years removed from its public health-slash-public relations crisis? This week on Doughboys, we return, once again, to Chipotle Mexican Grill. Welcome to Doughboys, the podcast about chain restaurants. I'm Nick Weiger, along with my co-host, head big with an angry inch, the Spoon Man, Mike Mitchell. Mm. Head grid in the angry inch, is that what it is? Head, well, the, the head wig and the angry head inch wig. is the real thing. This is, what the fuck, what, saying, is head, what, is, what is that about? What is that He's what saying is that head about? big with an angry inch. It's a guy who's got like, I think he's got a mangled uh, small dick. And then is that does, true? Like, a musical body. Yeah, that, that, that's like, that's what the angry inch is. Oh I man, I got I an angry inch. That's yeah, it's, and people love it. It's like a cult thing. I mean, it's it's supposed to be good. I've never seen it. Adam from Chicago said that one. What do you what do you mean? I don't think I even do that. This is a strange thing. You, you, no, why, why would like, you why would you know that? <laughs> I feel like I've heard that movie title so many times I like assumed I would know the plot to it for some reason and I have so I had zero clue. No, yeah, that was very that's a very that, an angry inch, huh? Angry inch. Roastspoonman at gmail.com if you have an insult mm. you like me use on Mitch at the top of the show. Couldn't they? Shouldn't they just said like I have that? Like shouldn't it have just been me? I like uh like I have the. Just saying, well, I think like, that's I what have... he was. That's what he's saying. You oh, saying, he, oh, all right. He then said, fuck that. That yeah, guy. Fuck him. He's a fuck... inch. <laughs> yeah. Here's here's what it was. Head big with an angry inch. He's clearly saying that you're the guy with a big head who has an angry inch. Got it. Uh, I e, e your dick. 
Big head, small dick. That's what yeah. he was trying to say. Yeah, that's he what he said. He, he should have boiled it down to that. Nick. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, I, got, I, I woke up last night. I was being bit by a spider right around my elbow. What? Oh, my God. Yeah, spider bite. You, know? you have to move now. <laughs> Do you know what type, what type of spider? Uh, Black Widow. Jesus Christ. <laughs> should go to urgent care. I was torn about the whole thing because, you know, on the one hand, the Spider-Man. Yeah, that's cool. On the other hand, you got arachno- arachnophobia. Yeah, those so, are know, kind of the two, you know, the two ends that the, the spider pendulum swings to. Either that you've mm-hmm. got the killer spiders or you get to be a superhero powered by uh, spiders. So it, it, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's one or the other. It's That's the coin flip. Instead, I just tra- got a, a big bump and it uh, itches. What, have I tried what, Nick? I was going to say, have you tried sticking to walls or anything? Uh, no, not yet. My fingers are sticky, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of sticking. <laughs> Is that uh, wing you know related what? or jacking off related? It could be either or. Uh, it depends Did you get on your the hand, hand in, a, in a jar of honey, or, or what happened exactly? It depends on which hand it is. One yeah. hand's in the Johnny. <laughs> one, one, one hand's one hand's in the honey, and the other hand is on the uh, the angry inch. Um, Nick. Yeah, I got it. I got a drop for you. Yeah, go are for you it. ready for this one? I think this one is going to be amazing. Oh, I'm very excited. Okay, you ready? Here it comes. Bug main. Will I eat your asshole? <laughs> no, baby, that's not what I like, baby. I'm not a predator. <laughs> what did you think, Nick? I can't see my monitor. Because that thing made my head spin. What a drop. Yeah, it was a great drop. What a fantastic drop. You know who that drop came from today? Uh, I think I do know it. Actually, I think it came from at a minute of MIDI. Am I correct? Yeah, you're right. That drop was from at a minute of MIDI, who says, Hi, Spoonman. Hope you're well. I've been wasting my time in quarantine re-listening to all of Doughboys from the beginning. It was inspired to finally make my first drop. An homage to the early drops. Please come back to Bazizio. Nope. I'm going to pass on that. Sorry. Much love at a minute of MIDI. Thank you, at a minute of MIDI. Wow, that's really nice, isn't it? Wow. Excellent. Quality work from our listeners, as always. And hey, if you have a drop you'd like Mitch to play on the show, the email address is... Give it to him, Mitch. The email address is spoonmandrops at gmail.com. Nick, why don't you give it to him, too? Uh, yeah, the email address is spoonmandrops at gmail.com. And hey, Mitch, we should introduce our guests. <laughs> we certainly should, Nick. It's, it's, been, uh, it's been too long. It's been too long. Uh, it's been an, an awkward five minutes of waiting for them. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's always too long. We talk for it's too long. It's always too long. Uh, but our guest star in the new series, Bruise Brothers, which also features our own Mike Mitchell, and is now streaming on Netflix, Alan Eisenberg and Mike Castle are here. Hi, guys. Hello. Hello, hello. Thank Thanks you for being guys, here, guys for making time for us during all this madness. Yeah. Uh, how are you? How are, how's, uh, how are both of you holding up right now? Uh, I'm in New York uh, alone in my apartment going, 
uh, a little crazy, mm. um, but happy to, you know, be here and not uh, in a hospital. Good start, what right? Level? That's, I mean, <laughs> it's very true. It's it's it is it's it's a, it's a huge plus. I, I, you are you are also I I I feel for you, Alan, because that is New York does seem kind of scary right now. So uh, we're I hope you're doing well over there. It seems it seems terrifying. I mean, it's it's certainly scary everywhere. But uh, but New yeah, York but there's something about is. empty New York that seems especially menacing. It's very yeah. Iron Legends. Yes. It's kind of weird. Yeah, it's like a go-to dystopian setting. Yeah. Um, uh, Micah, every, and everything's good in the Castle Castle. Oh yeah, everything's great in the Castle Castle for sure. Uh, Wait, you know. did you guys? Did you guys? Just, have you met before? Or is, 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 does Nick just have this rapport with you right off the bat? I think we just have it right off the bat. We interacted <laughs> one time at uh, what was that pop up? The um, the burger uh, was that's the, right. What the we, fuck Mitch, was that thing? Mitch, you were there too, right? This yeah, was the, you guys and maybe. Paul Shear. This was Saved by the Max. This Nats was the Saved one, yeah. by the Bell oh, themed yeah. pop up where they made mm. they recreated the Max Diner. They now use that space. The the last I saw it, they had they had changed that space into a Breaking Bad pop up, which oh. seems pretty past its sell by date. Yeah. I feel like they should be doing the <laughs> do the Better Call Saul pop up if you're going to be doing something now. But maybe they didn't well, have the rights to it. There's another issue with the Breaking Bad pop up is what who what who wants to eat at the where do you want to eat at the oh oh El po, the Pollo Loco po, yeah, yeah Pollo. the Pollo Loco Hermanos or whatever yeah Los yeah. Pollos Hermanos oh right mm. which also Wait, like I got I got I got to make a, I mean like do you want to eat at the place that's like owned by like the drug kingpin yeah guy? yeah right right <laughs> I would yeah. be is it gonna be that yeah, great I would want to try it. I, I would actually sooner like to do my laundry at a laundromat that is a pop-up of the place where they make the meth in Breaking Bad. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like high industrial <laughs> machines and everything, and they're like, and it's, okay. I think if you're running a business as a front, it's going to be really good because you don't want, like, the health department coming through right. or stuff like that. So it's going to be very, you know, good quality food or, you know, they'll clean your, your, your laundry quickly. I don't know. <laughs> And I feel like that's a thing, like, and and certainly it's it's a New York thing, but like, I think there's a little bit of the like, you know, this place is mobbed up. There's that, <laughs> it's got a little panache when you're like, a, you know, you're like an Italian restaurant. Hold on and a second, like, yeah. the mob owns this spot. People like that. That's a thing people that people love enjoy. It. A little bit, yeah. Cool. That, hey, there's a, almost a kitsch value to it. Like, if you see a guy in a leather jacket casually walking behind a cash register, you're like, okay, you know. <laughs> yeah, a, a front is a uh, a front is good. Like, you know. Just like a, 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 it's good marketing. It's good marketing to be a front. People want. I don't to be like there. that. Things where the action is. If I order pizza and then a, a horse head comes on my pizza, you did something wrong. I did yeah, something wrong. I, I don't <laughs> think that's. Again, I think the front would try to be inconspicuous. Exactly. They're not going to do something like that. You know, mm. and so then if they do do something like that, you know, it's kind of like a special occasion, and it's basically <laughs> as special as anything else. You know what I mean? You go like they don't normally go this aggressive, but so. it's also a level of like brazen confidence to just right. feel mm. so good about the fact that you are doing things not by the books that you're sending a, a head with your pizza. <laughs> Nick, would you try the horse head pizza? Yeah, I think so. You take I mean, a it's bite already been it? prepared. I mean, my whole thing is it, once the cost is sunk, once it's like, well, this thing's been prepared and it's going to go to waste otherwise. If someone says this, if it's just there as like a fuck you, then I'm not going to eat it. But if it's like, hey, this is like a thing we've prepared, and I'm like, sure, I'll try this. Why not? 
It would what, be. What, what else is gonna happen? They're gonna absolutely throw it in the insane. If it was there as a fuck you and you did eat it, that would be the most psychotic <laughs> behavior. For you see it and you're like, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> Well, that's that's an what alpha happens move. in The Godfather, right? Yeah. Doesn't he yeah. eat the... He wakes yeah. up in the bed and he, he fucking breakfast? starts chowing down on that thing. <laughs> One of the most confusing and scary moments in cinema. Nick and I were talking about... I watched the... I had The Godfather on. Not for the first time. I just... I was putting it on as background noise. Did we talk about this on the podcast, Nick? We did, didn't we? Yeah, we talked about... about well, we talked about it... Fuck, I don't know. I don't remember if we did or not. It might have been Sonny's, on a double. We can certainly Sonny's, recap it. Sonny's... Son, they, in, in The Godfather, there's a scene where... Someone, a woman is holding up her her hands, and it's because Sonny has like a really big penis. And so Nick and I were kind of going down that uh, that we we, we kind of went down that rabbit hole a little bit. And then in the yeah. in the book, yeah, no, we talked about this. On wait, the wait, we I, talked what, about this a little bit. What rabbit hole is that? What is that? <laughs> so basically, here's 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 what's going on. And this actually, I'm realizing this is on an episode that's yet to come out. So this is a oh wow, this is a this is both a tease and a callback. Yeah, uh, but po- we possibly also a spoiler. Possibly yeah. also a spoiler. So a pre-call. This is a pre-call. What happens is that that Sonny in the book, it there's like a large there's he described he has a famously big penis and mm. everyone knows about it, but it's too big for his wife. So he finds a mistress he can sleep with who has a large vagina. It's this is in the book that she has a big vagina that can accommodate his massive hog, and yeah. they like fall in love and have a lengthy affair, and then when he after he gets shot, uh, and killed, then she like goes to have a a reconstructive procedure to her vagina. Again, this is all in, in the book. It, this is all Mario Puzo's insane. This is this is, this is like this is like fifty pages in the book. She goes to Vegas. Yeah, she goes to Vegas, and a plastic surgeon makes her vagina tighter after it's been just fucking cored out by Sonny's fucking massive power tool. And then and then and then and then the the doctor makes it too small, and he says. He says, I apologize, this is the only person you can sleep with now, and he hands her a piece of paper, and my name's on the piece of paper. <laughs> Why is this not in the movie? <laughs> it's just your angry inch. Uh, <laughs> she, and, and then her, and then I, I was, because I, I, I kind of, I stumbled upon all this stuff, and I, and I, and I told Nick, Nick, I don't know if you knew about this previously, but I messaged no, you I all about this. I learned and, this uh, from you. And, um, and her son is Andy Garcia in Godfather 3. So we go this is we talk about this all again in another episode. Yeah. <laughs> but it's worth it. It's worth it to talk about it. It's it's very strange. It's also do you think that's part of why you know uh Don Corleone is so sad when Sonny's killed and he's like they massacred my boy. <laughs> he's talking. He's talking a waste specifically of that about massive his hog. Yeah. yeah, but was he talking specifically about like the dick? Was the dick riddled with like yeah. uh, bullet yeah. holes? They unloaded an entire Tommy was... gun into his fucking schlong. <laughs> uh, I want to ask you guys. You are the Bruce thing's brothers. Gonna be, it's gonna be. It's gonna be. It's gonna be leaking, Nick. When you, if you try to, uh, <laughs> if you try to suck that thing off, it's gonna be. There's gonna be. There's gonna be cum shooting out of the. Uh, uh, it's gonna be oh, yeah. a cartoonish amount of cum going in all out of all the holes. <laughs> Classic Looney Tunes gag, <laughs> and also what Mario Puzo always intended. <laughs> <laughs> they they do like it. I I heard that like he is bad with like a. Uh, I hear that he's pretty bad writing female anatomy. Who, who would have, who would have no. thought? Surprising to no. me. <laughs> Go ahead, Nick. Sorry. Oh, I wanted to ask you guys about... Uh, uh, so, Bruce Brothers, the show, 
a, a Brewdog affiliated ice cold beer is is the subject. Are you guys beer drinkers IRL? Do you guys like to 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 sip on a cold one? I love to sip on a cold one. In fact, the other night when <laughs> we were texting a little bit and I insisted we play chess, I had sipped on cold ones, which I I don't do to excess very much, and yes. I did to excess, and I was like. It was it was it was too much. I woke up the next morning. I was like, "Oh yeah, beer can really get you very drunk." Yeah, you ch- you really can get fucked up from from brew dogs. Yeah, you challenged me to a text uh, to a to a chess match via text. Yep. And then we were playing chess on an app, and then at some point you just left. Yeah. And I re- right. I guess that's when you like passed out. I think no, it's that I don't usually play on that app as much, so I oh, just okay. like forgot about it. And then at some point, then it was that point where I remembered it. But was drunk and was like, nah, nah just lose. Just lose. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alan, do you indulge in that uh, ice cold beverage we all know and love called beer? Uh, I used to, yeah, I, I loved it. Okay. And then uh, forty-eight hours before I got the show, I got diagnosed with celiacs. So, oh uh, my god! Yeah, I used to um, partake and really enjoy in the partaking of the brew dog. Uh, and then a doctor told me if I kept doing that, I would die. So, you know, that really wow, took the fun out of Jesus. it for it, for me. Yeah. I had no idea celiacs was that severe. I thought, I thought it was just like an intolerance. I didn't realize it was something that could actually be lethal. Yeah. You're, I mean, this is a medical podcast, right? Yeah. It, yes. <laughs> we like to dig into it, our guest diagnoses. No, sorry. You don't I have mean, to go into any depth. No, no, in, I don't in, care. In the, in the way that Nick and I's body will be bodies will be studied after we're dead, <laughs> I think it is. Yeah, you fuck up your GI, uh, the whole track every time you uh, eat or drink something with wheat in it, um, and so you're slowly chipping away at it and doing damage. Uh, and I didn't want to do that because um, I don't know what's inside there, but I want to leave it as is. Right. So are you? So do you still drink though? I do. Um, I, I've become a tequila man. Um, mm. which you cannot <laughs> drink in the same quantities as beer, I have learned. No. Uh, yeah. But, I, you know, it's taking time. Uh, and then there's a beer called Glutenberg, which is a celiac, like, uh, gluten-free beer that's really good. And uh, Castle and I were doing an interview on Thursday, which might have been the night that you guys were playing chess, and I had, like, three or four of those before, during, and after the interview, and I felt real good. It was uh, that, that, that framboise I had. That, I, that's what put me over the edge. It, like, made me... I was drunk. I mean, that's the cool thing about being a, on a show about beer, is that, like, a lot of the interviews we've done, they're, like, actively encouraging it. Like, ah, have a drink, right. it'll be fine. But, like, it, it's work for 20 minutes, and then you just keep yeah. drinking, and right. the well, justification yeah. is gone. Right, right after that interview ended, we then all, like, with uh, two producers and one of the writers, like, Marcus Ray and Carmen, we, like, then all FaceTimed, and then all of us were just clearly just drunk. And we we're like, the interview was fun. We had a good time, you know. And it was uh, a I real said sloppy the word night. Tattoo? How did I, I tattoo? I said something really weird. Tattoo, I, I think. And I, I was, was like that old up. band, those two girls. That was tattoo. Oh yeah, I remember that band. That was a weird, horny period. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Every every music video had women in like tank tops under like water was dumping on them. Yeah. I feel like there were a lot of that style of music video at that time, and Tattoo is at, like, the height of it. And the most scandalous thing imaginable was, like, two women kissing. Yeah, right. Like that's a, which were, is yeah. a real, feel, it feels like that's aged real, it, it, it just, it's just a very different culture than it was then. But back then it was like, oh, two women kiss. It was that, like the tattoo craziest. these girls kiss. This is yeah. crazy. I it remember is, people is, in my neighborhood were all like, they can't really be dating. I was like, why not? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> 
No fucking way, man. That's, That's it's insane. A band. It's for the band. <laughs> They're sisters. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I feel like when we look back on that time period, it will be considered like the, we were the douchiest. I mean, who knows? Maybe mm. we can get douchier than we are than we were then. But I hope wasn't so. Wasn't like wasn't. <laughs> Wasn't late nineties into the two thousands? Weren't we kind of a douchey? We were kind of douchey. We we're kind of a yeah. douchey. I mean, we still are in many ways, but Definitely. yeah. I mean, that was like you know, it was it was a pretty obnoxious culture. New metal was kind of at its apex. I feel like mm, new oh metal God, is yeah. like a very and I hey I, I'm a, I'm something of a new metal apologist, uh, but the but it is a very douchey genre of music, and a lot of those those guys and their fans and are are pretty douchey. It's just the nature. There was also like a weird wealth thing. I feel like people Mm. were really coming into spending to bizarre excess and like amassing massive debts and shit that I feel like just created this like weird burning itself alive culture. But I also feel like we're all exempt from the culture of the 90s since we were mainly victims of it and like so participants. It's true. Yeah, wealth flaunting is kind of... Now there's like a stigma on flaunting wealth. Yeah. Unless you want to just be an asshole. Unless your whole thing is like, yeah, I've got, I'm, I, I'm rich. What do you want to do about it? Unless you just want to go like for that demo. A lot of times people like try to hide how wealthy they are. It's very, yeah, very different. It's like the, the rich like altruism now where it's like, yeah, it's Tesla, but it's, uh, it's, it's good for the earth. You know, like everything is right, like, right. The, it's expensive, but I'm actually a really... I'm a better person than you. But I love the guys who are like still like yesterday I was walking in the city and saw a dude Lambo convertible revving doing the whole thing but wearing a, a mask and there was no one around to hear his revving so like he has this yeah the, that that is just like the greatest bit that's a living of painting that's an unbelievable justice. image to imagine it's so empty you could probably hear that in all the boroughs I'm sure of uh the, it probably echoed throughout the city uh, is my in guess. all five yeah. boroughs Manhattan Staten Island Brooklyn the Bronx and Queens wow. your dude dude he listens you're to def- the dude Boys. he definitely he d- <laughs> He definitely, he's definitely reading that off a notes app. Nick, be honest. <laughs> Always open. <laughs> just the New York Wikipedia just, just page. Just in case. William and they have Rebecca and <laughs> A pizza slice. You got to fold in half. Forget right? about it. Forget about it. What are your guys' you know, favorite? I feel, I feel bad for Pizza Rat in these, in the, during these times. Boy, trying times for oh. Pizza Rat. You know, I mean, I think a lot, I've actually a lot of animals who scavenge off of humans, they are like, uh, that's, that's been a whole thing where like, they're, they're like, they can't find food, you know, like they're, they're used to like the seagulls and and deer and stuff. Uh, who usually eat other, eat people's trash and it's just not around anymore. It's gotta be a Nick, wild time that. to be a seagull right now. It's gotta I be very strange. <laughs> Nick, be honest with me. Do you think pizza rat's still alive? Uh, yeah, yeah, Mitch. Yeah, Pizza Rat's alive. Yeah, he's doing great. <laughs> he went and lived on a farm. Yeah, yeah, that's right, Mitch. <laughs> I hope that he's an old rat now, telling stories of how he took a pizza down the subway one day. That'd be nice. Definitely, he definitely is. Yeah, they're all like, "What's pizza?" <laughs> <laughs> Alan, have you, you ever ran into Pizza Rat Ooh. in New York? Yeah, he was actually he was in the waiting room when I got diagnosed with celiacs. The doctor was telling him, <laughs> oh like, like, "You can't, you can't do this anymore, man." He's like, "You gotta the pizza go. Rat has celiacs? You gotta go to a farm. Yeah. You gotta go work at a farm and live out your <laughs> days." 
Pizza has tough. celiacs. It was tough because not only does he have celiac, he also uh, is lactose intolerant. So he gets, oh, that's another double whammy. And then also, uh, he has an allergy to fucking tomato sauce. Oh, oh my, my God. God. It's a so trifecta. Pizza Rat on a bender? Like, did he know this all before? And like, he was, this was oh, his yeah. night out where he's like, fuck it. Yeah. I'm doing Basically it. trying to die. Yeah. You know what I else? Mean, you, know what else? Heavy. you know what else I heard, Nick? I heard Pizza Rat has Sonny Corleone disease. <laughs> That's no tail dragging behind him. Oh, my God. <laughs> what do you guys like to, dr- to, to eat when you're drinking a beer? What, like, what's your, what's your favorite beer-adjacent or even just a generally alcohol-adjacent uh, snack? Mm. When I go I'll to say, beer... Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, I, was, I, was, I'll, I'll, I can kick things off. I'll say, like, I like, I like very salty foods. Like, a big plate of nachos yeah. is a real treat. Yep. That's a lot of fun. Obviously, pretzels are classic. I'm not much of a pretzel man, but I'll but I'll indulge in some pretzels. Well, what about right? a warm pretzel, Nick? Like a, a warm dip. Oh, of a pretzel. soft pretzel's the uh, great man. You're at a ball game. You got yourself a soft pretzel in one hand, a brew dog in the other hand. Boy, there's nothing like it. Mm-hmm. The but saltiest Alan, French fries in the world with a beer is kind of the most perfect combo. Ooh, like, that is delightful. Seventy-five degrees out, way too much salt on a French fry, and just a shit ton of ketchup. That is how I would like to go. Wow. I, would, I would go with, and this is regrettably annoying, but I would probably go with like sushi. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I think of like different like Japanese beers I just fucking, I love. And the, the, there's like one place I'm picturing in Tokyo that is the coolest place to sit and drink a beer. And there's something about the beer and then like sushi or like ramen where I, I, I could just drink a thousand beers and feel like, comfortable and not drunk or full or i don't know i will say that's a very that's actually a a, a, an unexpected but a very reasonable take because when i think of being stationed at a sushi bar and having a bunch of sushi and having myself a beer that's a lot of fun that is is a real hoot to both of you that sucks no (laughs) no it's a good take this is a fine take come on mitch you're just pissed off that we're bonding It's very clear to me through this whole thing that you're worried about losing me. <laughs> you know you're what? not going to lose me. You're not going to lose me. I have faith in Nick never making attempt to talk to anyone here, including me, ever again. That's smart. Uh, if, 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 it was, if there wasn't for the podcast, I wouldn't hear for Nick for like two years, most likely. True. Yes. Um, I, I, it, one of my sushi? favorite things to do is to completely forgive people for not being communicative. I, I expect to always be let off the hook for not communicating. Like... I think among my group of friends, I am the most unlikely to respond to a text message. But I think my core group of friends, I they have given me that. <laughs> like they they don't even hold it against me anymore. I right. Don't think. But why do you want to be that guy? Like I'm the other side. So because <laughs> I, 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 I I never want to have I I hate feeling beholden to my phone, and so sure. But that's different. If someone makes an effort to reach out to you, I, it's my biggest pet peeve in the world, people who don't respond to text. And when you yeah. don't respond to my text, um, I, I, I go into a, a tailspin. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> but why, why, why do you take pride in being that guy or being like let off the hook? Um, I don't know. I, wouldn't, I don't know that I would necessarily say I take pride in it. It feels like extremely You're unavoidable smirking. to You're me. You are smiling like a... Yeah, well, no, I was <laughs> yeah, just thinking I'm, I actually am happy that we're fighting right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, I don't know. It's not so much like the pride. It's that... Can I give you a little history about myself? Please. 
Uh, when I was growing up, I was like obsessed with technology from like the moment, the first moment I got my hand on a phone, I was fucking all in T9 every day, texting fucking like, you know, like robot chat things. Second I got AIM, I was just all over that shit all the time. And I think that for like a super long time growing up, that was the only way I communicated with anybody. And so mm. it was like mm. all day, every day, I was AIMing fucking on my phone, texting anyone whose number I had. And then as phones are more and more popular, I'm like a beast at it. I'm like, I could type for fucking days. I can do, I'm a, you know, I can text and AIM and all that shit. That now I'm at this point where I'm like, I have all my close friends, I'm married. <laughs> I just don't like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to think about my phone. I don't want to think about responding thoroughly. I just want to go like, hey, if you really need to talk, like, call me or something, but I, I just can't, I can't do it. This is you utter like horseshit. This is all a lie. <laughs> Castle, you and I have spent a lot of time together. If oh, but you you're were gonna, to now you're going to call out the chess thing, but I'm like, yes. but the text interrupt tomorrow. that. The text interrupt that. <laughs> I, I get joy from playing 2,000 games a day, but I don't get joy from responding to to text messages. I, I I do agree with you in that it is really annoying that because of emails and texts you can just always you can always you, be every, every everyone yes. is always on call always. I don't like to talk on the phone. I don't like to text. I don't like any of that stuff. Which maybe no, just means you don't, I don't like, like to come on. You don't like to text. No, I don't. I don't really like to text. No, you're texting I mean, constantly. I, mean, I, I would say because would, I have to respond say that to people. I, I am mm. texting constantly as well, but I feel oh, like got it. Okay, it, it's it's so much all the time. There are so many people. I feel like if I scroll through my phone, I can find so many things. I'm like, oh, I guess I should have said okay to that, or like you know whatever. There's just so many goddamn things to respond to. I don't, I'm 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 with you, Nick. You're right. I, when it is a group of friends and we're talking about stuff. If you if we start a text thread about how much texting sucks, I would I would love to text about that. That's true. <laughs> you but, don't but like just, to have yeah. You don't like to have to reply into like normal communications. But if it's just nah. like hey, I'm just gonna shoot the shit. You like that? Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah different or like like I'll do like a ju- I'll do a bit. I literally have a friend where we did just a continuous bit for like four months. And I specifically called him before we started, and I was like, hey, I'm gonna start a bit with you tomorrow where we're just going to be two different characters, and then let's just not break that for a couple months. And it was like, we changed characters all throughout. All these different people kept getting the phones. That I can commit to. I, I will literally wake up and be like, oh, I got to say I'm doing this now for that. But if it's like real stuff, I'm just like, I don't, I don't want to do it. I don't know. So, Alan, you've now figured out the solution. <laughs> I have to do you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta You got to do bits or you got to play chess, my man. But not you text te- you and see if you'll be like a blood donor. That you won't respond. I will to. not respond to that. I don't want to have to think about that. Great. You could you got to text him as Doctor Fuzzy Bottom or something exactly. and say that mm. and ask him if he'll ask him if he'll do a blood transfusion or whatever the whatever so you're you sick fu- with. Say you found Was a, this bunch a celiac of thing? melted melted down cotton candy in my blood and what can we do about that? And I will work on that. <laughs> <laughs> what is truly a diagnosable disease? You have turned into a fun thing. <laughs> the way that you go about your life is something that like people should be like study. <laughs> I was I was I was gonna I was gonna say to both of you. Well, and Alan, I, I wonder how how it because because Mike, you're a, a vegetarian, correct, or are you vegan? Vegetarian, vegetarian, and Alan, you have celiac disease. And I'll be honest with you, if tomorrow I was told I had to be vegetarian or that I had celiac disease, I maybe would kill myself. So oh. my question, 
my question to you guys is, Mike, what sent you on that course? And then Alan, this is new. This is what this is what's crazy to me is that you said that you like yeah. this beer, and this is new. Like in your mind, are you like this beer is okay for what I can now, what I must now drink, or is that is it that sort of thing of like, no, this is genuinely good. And also, can you have cider still, or is that is that out of the question? I can have cider. No, I'm kind there of weird. I'm I'm like <laughs> I'm a robot with food. Um, mm. In, so like I also I'm very fun to eat with. Uh, I have a crippling nut allergy, which has sent me to the hospital like six or seven times. Jeez. Oh my god! Yeah, so I've had that for like 10, 15 years. I kind of developed it. Uh, what kind of nuts? Uh, all nuts. All kind nuts. Of different Any levels. Nut? Yeah, but I've uh, gone to baseball games where I've gone to the hospital because of peanuts, almonds, the whole thing. Um, Jesus. Again, is this a medical podcast? Um, <laughs> but I so because I had that, I just became very uh, mechanical about food. And, like, whenever I eat, there's a little bit of, like, thinking about my own mortality. So mm. because I had that for such a long time, uh, when I got diagnosed with celiacs, like, the doctor was like, all right, you can't do this anymore. I was going to do a week of eating whatever the fuck I wanted. Then I had a trip planned to go to Italy with my friends, which I was going to eat all of the bread ever. Um, and we called that trip a wheat viderci, which is easily the worst pun ever. Uh, and <laughs> the idea was to then never eat bread. And I just... You know, it it's it was like it's it's a switch for me, man. I don't know. Right. I was just like, oh, I can't do it anymore. All right, I'm gonna take a week and then I'm done. And I never thought about it again. That also the the nut allergy compounds the celiacs though because you know nut flours are a lot of times the substitute for yeah the almond flour. Yeah, yeah. I can eat four things: water, lettuce. <laughs> he, uh, he can eat water. Blazers, oh my god. Uh, and popcorn kernels. Those are my wow. four. My four Jeez. food groups. Dear God. That's tricky. What do you? How do you navigate yeah. that on? How do you navigate that on set? Because you know when you're when you're working on a uh, on a show, and and for for our listeners who aren't in entertainment, you're like kind of captive. You're kind of there. You can't go anywhere. They provide food for you. You're kind of eating what they bring you. Uh, how do you navigate that? Uh, you just ask as many questions as you can, and um, you hope that enough people know that if you accidentally eat a nut, um, they're probably not shooting for the rest of the day. So I think they... Yeah, but you, you, know, you try to sell it to them in a bad way. Because some of these people want to stop. Yeah, yeah, it's a threat. Uh, <laughs> I'm making it very clear that, like, yeah. uh, if at any point I don't want to shoot anymore, I will go over to the crafty table and just eat a bunch of almonds because I'm done. <laughs> and I this, would, like, this, this, this is where I feel bad because... On days I want to go home early, I started throwing peanuts at you. Yeah. And, <laughs> and it worked. But you didn't know he was allergic. I mean, you were Mitch, just being an I think... <laughs> you shot the, short, and, and, the, the shortest day on Bruce Brothers, which was by 8, 19 a.m. We were going home because you were just like fed up and just throwing peanuts at me. Yeah. <laughs> Although, as I recall, he put all of them into his mouth and then spit them out at you like an elephant in a cartoon. <laughs> this is just shocking to me that Mitch was up by 8, 19 a.m. <laughs> Well, he was yes, not Nick. cool about it. Yeah, Nick, even when there's a call time of 6 a.m., I sleep in till noon, you fucking dick. <laughs> I do feel You're like, Mike, you were late a few times, weren't you? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I was going to say, I kind of remember something <laughs> was delayed once because you weren't there and we had to do a scene no, early. No, that is, that, is, that, is, that is not true. That wasn't me. That was my scene partner. Oh, where it was like he had an audition or something? That was James? That wasn't you? The, the, there, was, there was one day where I had an audition and I told them that I had an audition. And they and they and I had to go to that audition. All right, but everyone, even if I'm wrong, please make note of how just nervous he just sounded. That was <laughs> stressful. No, no, no. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm actually, not. 
Um, I, I look. There's 6 a.m. call times. You got to be the set at 6 a.m. It sucks. It does. It's just suck. the way it is. Although sometimes it's nice, there's like window, how empty the streets are and stuff. Although now it's that means something else. Yeah. There, um, there, there. There, there is like there's like a there's like a window when you have a six a.m. call time for actors. You guys know this. You have like a ten to fifteen minute window where you can still be late and not get in trouble. Definitely, definitely. But then, like you were saying, Mike, if you if the scariest thing on earth is being late into the window where you cause any issue, and yes. then it is well, especially because like you will be greeted on set with the most panicked PA you have ever seen in your yes. life. Who is yeah. like, I'm going to lose my job. And you're like, why? What the hell? What is the politics here? And it's always the youngest person on set that yeah. they give that position to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're Who's obviously like, both thinking of the same person on Bruce Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> and it sucks. They shouldn't be in charge. It's, 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 it's a, it's a, that's a miserable job. Well, I really think that yeah. the, it's a key choice to pick a young and very nice person to be that person on set because you then yeah. feel bad. And you're like, like I would want to be resentful mm. of this girl who would always come and be like, Hey, they need you back on set, and I'll be like, I was just there, but she's so nice that I'd be like, okay, all right, cool, cool, sorry, yeah. I don't want to be mad at you ever. Yeah, and also this isn't an act. This is an annoying actor thing. Your time is wasted constantly. It just oh just yeah, no, happens. it's absolutely Nick, you know constant. It's weird. Uh, yeah, I mean that's a lot of that's a lot of jobs, but in particular, you were idle a lot. There's a lot of just yeah. sitting there. There's a lot of waiting to do something, and then they say they need you, and then they don't need you. Yeah. Yeah, well, that it's, could, it's that, a lot. It's like the the key, like it's infantilizing is the main way it always feels. Where you want to walk away, and you're like, I'm gonna go sit over there, and they're like, Actually, they need you right here, and you're like, All right, and then you stand there for like 20 minutes, and they're like, Okay, you're free. I'm like, I would have just been over there. <laughs> I will say this: the one plus side to Bruce Brothers, it was very hot because it was the summertime. Mm. Is that when you did walk away, you could walk into a giant fridge, Nick? Oh yeah, my that God, was nice. That fridge, I can smell There's it a now. Big though fridge. There's yeah. a big functioning walk walk in fridge. Yeah, yes. oh yeah, it was huge. We shot, so we shot at an act. We shot at an actual brewery, an old brewery. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, there was, was there was an actual functional walk in bri- fridge. <clears throat> I but tell you a walk in fridge. That's like you know if you work in a restaurant, obviously that's an everyday experience. People are used to that. But like for me, that is just it, I, I always feels like I'm going into like Willy Wonka's factory. It's yes. just like this is yeah. amazing. This yeah, is just like a big in, cold in, in room like a, in a rich person's home, and they had I've, I've been in one rich person's home where they had a walk-in fridge, and it was the most fucking Bananas. insane shit. That's insane. Yeah, that's awesome. wild. Was it uh oh shit I forget her name Nick what's her name. Who you think? I don't. What's her name? <laughs> Cher? Who? <laughs> Who are you talking about? Jenny's ice cream. Uh, oh, the, Nancy the, Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> yeah, Mike, were you in Nancy Pelosi's house? I feel like that's what Mitch what? wants to know. Lost the thread of how we ever could have gotten there <laughs> just from the search that had to happen to get there. I forgot Nancy Pelosi's name for a second. I forgot Nancy Pelosi's name. Also, that's the wealthiest person you could think of. That's the first. No, she recently she 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 recently just showed off her her like two like gigantic, very expensive fridges. Oh god! And and there was Jenny's ice cream. Nick, I thought you would. uh, I thought you knew what I would be talking about. She's got two sub zeros. Yeah, she got two sub zeros. It was not Nancy Pelosi. Uh, It was some someone else. I won't say who, but they uh, did this thing. That I I, com- I commend myself for my reaction to, which is they were like, yeah, it's a walk-in, and I was like, oh, cool, and they're like, yeah, you can walk into it. And I was like, oh, all right, and I walk in, and then they close the door, 
And then they, they're like, you're locked in. And I, I just, I gave absolutely no reaction. I just stood there, I was like. Because <laughs> <laughs> what is the, what is the, to you, like, the oh, joke there? sorry. And then they opened it. I was like. What, so the joke, to, but also the joke to you in that scenario is that like, oh, we like we could kill you in here. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah. And it's like, well, well, don't do that. Don't yeah. do it. It's not a fun. Yeah. yeah, that's not fun. Yeah. Nick, I got a, I got a, I got a monkey paw wish for you right now. Okay. Wishing, wishing for two sub zeros. Whoa. Two sub zero fridges. <laughs> no, but it, if you wish, but, but if oh, you said, can I get what, two sub zeros? Yeah, you get two Mortal Kombat sub zeros. Yeah. And then they, you get decapitated, and your spine is dangling down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's no. Yeah, that's no. That's no picnic. You guys really I'm have your own he... language, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you agree, Nick. Uh, let me tell you about how I became a vegetarian. I've been vegetarian Please. for like 15 years or so, or 14 years since I was in high school. Um, wow. Oh yeah, I, my best friend and I became vegetarian basically at the same time as a sort of general act of defiance um, at the time. But also, I had um, I w- when I was in I-, I was in England when I was sixteen for some fucking like uh, a-, a study abroad kind of program, and while I was there, I ate a horse burger, or I was like tricked into eating a horse burger. Whoa! Wow. Yeah, and it, we like, made this joke earlier. You actually ate a horse burger. Yeah, oh I, well, God. actually, when you guys were talking about, it, I was like, I'm sure I'll say this little anecdote of mine <laughs> coming up. So that um, was a pre-call for your horse burger. Yeah, so, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it, it made me feel really sick, but also, like, it was one of those things where I was like, oh, my God, that's so fucked up. I can't believe anyone would ever eat that. And then it kind of was one of those things where you see, like, suddenly no distinction between two things when you're a teenager, where I was like, oh, yes. wait, it's the same as cow. And then it was like, it was all gross to me suddenly. I had a similar experience, and I didn't actually eat horse, although I have eaten, no, wait, I, I, ate, I ate horse, we ate a horse meat sausage you brought back from Italy, Mitch. I had some yeah, of that. Yeah, we weren't, we weren't, we weren't going to say that off the double. Oh yeah, well I ate some of that. Uh, anyway, the you know again once it's once it's food, I'm like, well, this is either going in the trash or it's or it's it's going in someone's mouth, and might yeah. as well be my mouth. If you, if someone came to you and I was roasted on a spit, you'd you would eat some of me. No, I don't think because I don't think you would want that. <laughs> if you wa- if I knew that you would like you'd you'd wanted me to eat you as like part you're of talking, your basically your your morality with it is the ontological preference of the thing. I think I feel I probably and, and maybe this is an issue with how I view life forms, but I think I view people a little differently. Whereas yeah. I feel mm. like if an animal has been killed and is turned into meat, I would have less of a problem eating that. But a person, I would be like, well, this is uh, this is too this is too much for me unless the person gave their explicit permission. And then but you what would if he did? Yeah, I, I give I give my permission. Yeah, if you did, then yeah, I would I would have a bite of you. I do think I that would. like one one of the most common responses I would hear growing up because both my parents really hated the vegetarian thing. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom still claims to like not understand that I can't eat chicken and shit like that, um, and it's like fifteen years. Um, but uh, it, they always would say like it's all something is already getting made, so it's like you sh- might as well eat it. Was basically sure. The, the, Always the perspective. Is that a south side of Chicago thing? Do you think, like, in terms of like I how they I, do I food feel like it was, yeah, it's like Irishness or something. Like, I lived in a really mm. Irish neighborhood, and I feel like that's both my parents were like, they couldn't believe it when I said I wasn't going to eat meat. Yeah, I, I, I feel like my parents would have an, like an issue with that, uh, with with not eating any sort of meat product. I, I, think, I, still, I think it, I think it would annoy them. 
I have some random friends back in Chicago where when I last saw them after not seeing them for like many years, one of them was like, hey, do you still not eat meat? And I was like, oh, yeah, no. And he's like, whoa. And I was like. <laughs> <laughs> that guy gets blown away too easy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah now that I think about it, I, he's always like that. He's never committed to anything in his life. <laughs> Is your mom's house still across the street? Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> we, but are you, uh, are you uh, uh, a deep... Alan, you you have you, uh, we'll talk we'll, we'll talk about both of your food histories here. But are you a, like a deep dish pizza person? Do you like a lot mm. of the Chicago? Are you a fan of a lot of Chicago food? Yeah, or, I, you, I kind of always mm-hmm. wish I I always like to not have my like hat in the ring with any of these like geographic specific things. You know, like people always say, oh, you grew up on the south side of Chicago, so you love the Sox. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck about baseball. So it's mm. like uh, you've already lost me, and so I don't want to do the pizza thing, but. Chicago's pizza is better than New York's, and it is better than LA's, Ooh. and it is the most superior pizza available. Wow. Alan is wow. vigorously shaking his head. Alan, you're from New Jersey originally, right? And obviously you live in the city now. Yeah, born in New York, grew up in Jersey, back here. But either way, good pizza, depending on you know the, the side of the river doesn't affect it. But right. I mean, this is the argument that every New Yorker makes, but the water, right? The water makes the pizza what it is. And you mm-hmm. just can't make that, that dirty, in Chicago. dirty water. Yeah. <laughs> Give me that gross water <laughs> that makes me happy. I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, that, there's the, the, the water bagel. What's that? What's Larry King's place out here, Weiger? L- Larry King has a, I forget what it is. I think it's called like the Brooklyn Water Bagel Company, something like that. Yes. His whole thing. Mm-hmm. And then he, I mean, he supposedly, it's very wasteful, imports the <laughs> tap water from uh, the five boroughs. Manhattan, Queens, the Bronx, Brooklyn, uh, and Staten Island, and he and he uses it to make their bre- their bagels out here. And it's supposedly I I don't know if it makes a difference, and people say it makes a difference, but who knows if it's fucking confirmation bias? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, we heard there was a like an anecdote we got actually on set about beer and like the beer from uh, Pilsen, which I think is Germany or where's Pilsen, Alan? Was that Germany or was it Austria or something? No, I thought he was talking about, wasn't it like how Bud Light, how they can make the same in well, every... Yeah, but I, I, originally, the name oh. of Pilsner came from beer brewed off of this lake in Pilsen. And basically, like when they were mm. trying to uh, replicate the um, recipe for it, uh, when they like expanded, the beer wouldn't taste the same because it didn't have the same uh, uh, water source as the original beer. And so they worked like through the Zymergy to make it more like that by slightly tweaking it so that it would all taste the same no matter where wow. it was brewed. I was not there for that story. We have different experiences in life, I really dug in with uh, Kale on set, I think. <laughs> sure. Alan, what, what is this Bud Light story here? Because I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, Bud Light was my beer for a very long time, and I know that everyone thinks it's a bad beer, but, you know, whatever. It gets the job done. Well, the guy who ran the brewery that we shot at said that the greatest scientific achievement of all time was the fact that you could drink a Bud Light in the United States, you could drink it in Australia, you could drink it anywhere in the world, like one made in that country, and it tasted the same. That they Mm. were engineering the ingredients around the water so that it tasted the same regardless of where you had it. And he was, again, convinced that, uh, you know, 
any uh, research we had done to cure or you know uh, AIDS or cancer or, or the iPhone technology, none of it compared to the achievement that was uh, drinking Bud Light in any place and having it taste the same. Wow! Wow! Just yeah, just in cool. terms of the content of my anecdote and yours, I feel like what must have happened was he said that, and then I like took an arm around him and I was like. Tell me a little bit more. And then he told me the following. <laughs> sure. The Pilsner thing. That's, that's very likely. And when you pulled him over, you yeah. had the chess app open on your phone. You were only half yeah. paying attention. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but, dude, I dominated Kale in chess, and he was not cool about it. <laughs> Nick was said, he Nick one of the few he... who beat you? No. But he, he had one opportunity, and I told him after the game, and he was furious. Who is Mike this Nick's Kale character? He, he was, like, the guy who owned the brewery. Uh, oh, okay. And so he was like oh, our yeah. beer teacher. Oh, I met him. He would like take I'll us s- through all the history and stuff. Look, kind of, um, kind of a technical advisor, if you will. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Very sure. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Mike, I heard that you walked away from the. Uh, that you fell asleep. Is is that what happened with? We, Nick's we discussed game? this yeah. earlier on the yes, episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was. Um, uh, you, you heard I, I this was... earlier on the episode. <laughs> yeah. Well, guess what? <laughs> Just like Mike. Twenty minutes ago. Just like Mike, I fucking fell asleep during that segment of the episode. Um, <laughs> I gotta say this: the 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 the, the downside to uh, to 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 all of to you know to drinking beer on set is that the beer was uh, a non-alcoholic fake beer that was not mm. good, and it just makes it, you uh, burp and fart so much, man. I hate yeah, it's it. disgusting. It, it is it like, a, and also I would be like drinking it to kind of make it look realistic, and it. It was it was it was just drinking empty fucking calories that taste like, like shit. Like it, it was a bummer. If we could get around that whatever like like clause is that means you can't have alcohol on set or whatever, I I would I would prefer to drink real beer while we're filming. <laughs> I mean, yes, you wouldn't drink more than like two or three, you know. Right, and also like when you have that fake beer shit, I'm like I'm so I I can't even sip it. You know, I yeah. just go. It's just gonna make me full and feel like shit. I, I I was I was Nick I was I was raised on Bud Light as you know uh, from a young boy. Uh, and, <laughs> a young and boy got, raised you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then I, uh, I I started getting to like more craft beers, and I used to get mm-hmm. some stuff at Oaks Gourmet. But now I, in the in the last few years, I've kind of I've I don't drink as much beer anymore. It kind of bums me out. I just can't do it anymore. It's it's kind of I'm I'm with you guys. I I uh, or I'm with Alan. I guess I. I it just doesn't happen as much. I'd rather do a tequila and soda water than. than it's beer. nice it's to lot. drink like two beers. Yes. Yeah. yeah it's you something have like that a, I really enjoy. You have like a sixer. Yeah. That's 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 excessive. Certainly, certainly at my age, I feel like I I have gotten as I've gotten older, I've gotten less hoppy. I used to like me like, too. Like, mm, give me too. that. Give me that hoppy, and now I'm like, like a pilsner, or uh, you know, even even if I'm drinking a craft beer, give me something light. Yeah, that was a, a startling turn for me when I was first getting into beer. I was all about IPAs. And then sharp turn, sharp turn at like 24, 25. And now I'm, there was this one beer we would drink after filming a lot. There was like a Bavik Pils and it was the fucking best, man. Wow. Yeah, it was so good. I I I literally would crave it by like, it was like pure like Pavlovian alcoholism. By like 5 p.m. every day, I'd be like, literally, I would feel myself salivating. I was like, dude, I need to get one of those pills. (laughs) <laughs> Let's edit did that you say out. it? Did you, did, <laughs> did you did you did you say did you say creepy like like yeah, that? Yeah, it was whoever I was standing pills. closest to. I would say it exactly like that in their ear, with no context around it at all. Weiger, so we'll your be, beer taste, it, your 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 beer taste, it kind of uh, is kind of like a like an aging bunny rabbit. 
Yes, like an aging bunny rabbit, I have gotten less hoppy. <laughs> All right, now we can take our break. Now we'll take a break. <laughs> we'll be back with more Doughboys. Oh, boy, Mitch. Mother's Day's coming up. You got sweaters, candles, the dreaded bathrobe. Mm. Unfortunately, Mother's Day gifts can be a little predictable and boring. That's why an Aura frame is the perfect gift to mix things up this year. Name the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter. Aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. Dreaded bathrobe covering mom up. Ugh. Get that sweater off of you. Too many layers. Wags, that's right. You know what? I'm guilty. I've given my mom too many of these boring gifts. Yes. Some some sweaters, some candles, some dreaded bathrobes. I've accidentally given my mom the same gift twice. Wow. It's really embarrassing. Or 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 you end up getting like, oh, I guess I'll give you a gift card. I don't, you know, like like it it's it, it doesn't feel like there's any love behind that. Well, guess what, Wags? I've also gifted my mom an Aura Frame. That's right. Wow. This is the truth. Aura Frames are Wi-Fi connected and come with unlimited storage so you can share as many photos as you want from your phone to mom's frame. Not only will she be grateful it's not another sweater, she'll also love that an Aura Frame means she gets to see more of you. That's right. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's Aura, A-U-R-A, frames.com. Use code Doughboys at checkout to save. And you know what, Wags? My mom liked her Aura frame so much. Is this true? She got my sister one, and now my sister's got one in her dining room. Wow. Mm -hmm. Terms and conditions apply. Send photos you want from your phone to mom's frame. In fact, Mitch, I'm going to send your mom a photo right now. The hell? Enjoy, Mrs. Mitchell. I love you, Mommy. I love you, Mommy. You're talking to your mom, right? Yeah. <laughs> hey, Mitch. I feel like during the summer, pretty much everything I'm doing outdoors is making me thirsty. Yeah, I'll tell you what the issue is. That blasted sun. Curse the sun. Curse the sun. Giver of life, but also... Giver of heat. Giver of a dehydrator-in-chief, I'd call it. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Summer requires extraordinary hydration because of the sun. You know it's like built for everyday dehydrating moments. Yes. The moon is cool. <laughs> Moon's real cool. When the moon the is out, out, there's never a, a doubt. doubt. The, the moon, moon is, is cool. <laughs> and when the sun's up high, you can't deny it's gonna, gonna be hot, 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 hot. Anyways, I think that we've expressed that the sun gets you hot in it the summertime. Sure does, and the moon keeps you cool. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients. Mm -hmm. With it's three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick, it's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. Wags, that's right. And you know what? It's so easy to just tear open a packet of Liquid IV, pour it into a cup, mix it up with some ice cold water, and drink it down. My favorite flavor, strawberry. It's a hydration multiplier. That's right. Gets you even more hydrated, and it's easier to stay hydrated while traveling. And you know what, Mitch? We like the taste. I love the taste. And you know what? I love that I'm getting all those uh, electrolytes, and I'm not getting filled up with sugars. Yeah. I love, the th I love the smell, too, and it helps you out, not just while traveling, but after a big night out. You know what I mean. Come on. I Come on. <laughs> 
The moon mm. is cool. Cool, cool, cool. The moon is cool. Cool, cool, cool. Tear, pour, live more. One stick plus 16 ounces of water hydrates better than water alone. And Wise, it's got three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink. Eight vitamins and nutrients, non-GMO, vegan, gluten-free, dairy-free, soy-free, and now sugar-free. We got white peach. Wow. Green grape. Wow. Raspberry melon. And lemon lime. That's right, Wags. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration with Liquid IV. Get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use code DOUGHBOYS at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code DOUGHBOYS at liquidiv.com. I love Liquid IV. You know why? Why? Because it's cool. Cool, cool, cool. And the sun... It's hot, hot, hot. Mitch, listeners, did you know learning actually makes a sound? It's true. Listen to this. That's the sound of you learning a new language with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. And Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Wow. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Mitch, you know what I love about Babbel is the courses are convenient. They help me learn real-life conversation skills in my chosen language, Spanish. Makes it easier to order food, ask mm. for directions, speak to people here in Los Angeles uh, without having to consult language apps uh, while you're on the go. Well, Wags, studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. And you don't want to go anywhere near a college campus these days with all those protests. No, thanks. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Wags, <laughs> and all those protesters out there... Here's a special <laughs> limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at Babbel.com slash Doughboys. Get up to 60% off at Babbel.com slash Doughboys, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash Doughboys. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome back to Doughboys. Our guests, Alan Eisenberg, Mike Castle of the new series Bruise Brothers now streaming on Netflix. Our chain this week, Chipotle. But before we get into that, Alan, there's a there's a biographical detail of yours that we wanted to touch on. Uh, both your parents are from Argentina. Yeah, they were uh, they're born out there, and uh, they actually met here. But uh, that is like the, the true core of my cuisine growing up was Argentinian food. What what is your what are your Argentinians' favorites? Both in uh, you know I guess just like what what you'd have stuff you'd have at home, and then also like if you're going to go out for an Arge for Argentinian food, uh, what are your go tos? I mean the staples in the house always were you know empanadas, which are little like flour. I mean people know oh, what yeah. empanadas are. I, I'm explaining it like no one's ever. You, you guys know what pizza is? So pizza is just like dough. <laughs> uh, yeah, empanadas and uh, milanesas, which is just a fancy word for chicken cutlet. I've never understood why our mm. culture is so crazed on this 
breaded chicken and wants to call it a fancy name when that's all it is. And you don't really put anything on it. It's just breaded chicken. Um, and then a shit ton of meat. Um, like my fondest memories of coming home were like my dad grilling like sausage and skirt steak and just a shit ton of chimichurri sauce. And like that is, I grew up on kind of those three things on loop. Man, skirt steak and chimichurri sauce. That is a great, I mean, that's, I I never even think of skirt steak and chimichurri sauce that often. And that's one of the best, Nick. It's fucking delicious. That chimichurri sauce is a quality sauce, a top tier Mm -hmm. sauce. And when you come across it, it's just like, oh yeah, this is this is gonna be okay. And it's Castle not doesn't hard buy to make. it. Castle, there's <laughs> there's Dude, I'm just dead eyed over here. I have no idea. It's been so long since I've had meat. I don't just. Oh, I, that's right. I okay, just don't even why. know. But I, I, I regularly. Like Lauren will say something like, someone will say something about like a steak or something. And I'll be like, I like I can't even do an example of what I don't understand because I understand it so little. I don't know anything about it. <laughs> Will you Wait. have it? Because I've, I've noticed some longtime vegetarians don't really like the Impossible Burger uh, or the the Beyond Burger because it's recreating meat too too closely. I love it. I think it tastes. You delicious. like it? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I first had one at like um, some burger place in Chicago, and I was like, "This is fucking unbelievable." I, I honestly like started craving it immediately. I, I like all the meat substitutes now. Although when I was first like in my first three or four years, when I would eat something that tasted too much like meat, it would freak me out. Now I'm just like, hey, look at that. Nice job. <laughs> uh, Alan, we, I want to talk about empanadas real quick because I, I love empanadas. And there's I, I, I found like maybe one place in L.A. that I, I, I like. But like, are there have you found are there good empanada places in New York at all? Yeah, there's a spot in Corona, Queens. The The name is... Uh, <laughs> One of the five boroughs. Uh, yeah. Uh, El Chiquito Gaucho, I think it's called, mm-hmm. um, that has empanadas that feel like you're in Buenos Aires. Like it's, Wow. I, I go to Argentina wow. probably twice a year and like know what that tastes like. Um, and this is the closest thing to it, if not, you know... It's pretty perfect. It's it's the equivalent of I think Larry King's where they ship out the water to L.A. Mm. They're doing something <laughs> that they're bringing from Argentina that makes it just taste like home. It's also water. water. What was the place where you took me and Lauren to? Was that uh, that was a place? No, that was a Brazilian place. So uh, Mike, yeah. I'm gonna help <laughs> yeah, you on this. Yeah. Mike doesn't know where countries sometimes are. Mike, yeah. where did you think Argentina was when you first met me? Somewhere around Spain. Mm. Yeah, and it was honestly. <laughs> it was. I honestly am uh, almost proud of how stupid <laughs> this moment is, which was that Alan said, you know, something about South America, and then I was like, oh, uh, or yeah, no, he's talking about Argentina, and I was like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I love Barcelona, and I was, uh, what else? I like Madrid, and then he's like, why are you saying that? And I was like, uh, wait, 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 where's Argentina? And then you know. And so on and so forth. But then, like, all day long, I think I said that at the beginning of the day, and all day long, anything you would talk to me about, I'd go, I can't believe I thought Argentina. Yeah, it was great. And you kept saying, let it go. No, but I took let you guys go. to Beko, which is a place in Williamsburg out here that is a Brazilian spot that makes a gluten-free, I think, like, all the cheese bread, the Brazilian cheese bread. I just want to ask whatever those fucking things were. I, I can taste it the second I think of that. That thing was so delicious. It's just, like, tapioca breaded cheese with, like, a jam that, oh, like, we damn. walked into the restaurant, and I said to Castle and Lauren, I'm like, I'm ordering these, like, trust me, you'll have them. They're like, okay. And then they got there, and we just, like, devoured them. Yeah. Wow. Wow. 
Do you, you mentioned going to Argentina. What is the, is there, are, are there any uh, delicacies that you can only get in Argentina? You can't really get in the Argentinian restaurants in the States? The ice cream is really specific out there. Like mm. they pride themselves. There's probably like two or three ice cream shops per block in parts of Buenos Aires, which is insane. Um, and their whole thing is like no toppings, nothing special. It's just about the flavor of the ice cream. And you can't really recreate it out here. There's a spot called Fredo, which is a chain. And I think they have one in Miami that's kind of, you know, it tastes pretty close. Um, but that's the only thing that I haven't really been able to fake out here. You can get cows up here. So I think they found a way to make the meat taste the same. Um, but you can't get uh, the ice cream. What, what is it about I, the I ice don't cream think I've that's ever so specific? Had... Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, Alan. Yeah, what, Sorry. What, what is it about the ice cream that's so specific? It's so full of flavor. Like it's mm. again, and they're not, it's not like an ice cream here where, you know, there's cookies and potato chips or whatever bullshit. Like here, it's just about like, or in Argentina, it's like my favorite one is uh, uh, a raspberry one from Wisa that just tastes like you're eating a raspberry. Wow. It's, it just, it, they're clearly using actual fruit and there's like very low sugar in it. And it's, it's just very Buenos Aires. I, I've never. I don't think I've ever had Argentinian food before. Like I've never been to an Argentinian restaurant, I believe, or, or anything. I've I've had Peruvian food, which is I guess close. And I love. What is it? Is it saltada? Uh, saltada. Sol, sol, uh, Lomo saltado. Yeah, those are. That's great. That's a great meal. But I've, I don't think I've ever had uh, any Argentinian food. I haven't I found a, a spot in L.A. yet. Um, but next time I'm out there, let's let's find a spot and try it. I love it. How exciting. Uh, well, moving from South America to North America. What a segue. Chipol- Chipotle <laughs> established in Denver and giving the, the f- and presenting the food of, of Mexico. Uh, we reviewed Chipotle twice. Once very early on in the podcast, we reviewed it very positively. And then we mm-hmm. revisited it, Mitch, uh, not just for our Tournament of Champions, but also when they released Queso. We gave it another full review with yeah. our pal Chelsea Davison. And it took a huge dive ratings-wise between reviews. A reverse yes. Burger King, if you will. Burger King made a comeback, and Chipotle is it was made a major decline. Uh, you know what? I didn't even think you have to go into details. I think people just get when you say reverse Burger King. It's a reverse Burger King. <laughs> yeah, people know the trajectory. Are you guys? Are, are either of you guys Chipotle regulars? No. Yeah. Wait, were those were you those guys, opposite hey, answers? Hey, those were opposite hey, answers at the exact hey, same time. Simultaneous. Yeah. 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 <laughs> This is the, the makings of a uh, brotherly rivalry right now. <laughs> yeah, and, and I'll tell you, uh, my rating is not going to be positive today. So Wow. Okay. I'm a fan. You're, Alan is a fan. Alan, what do, what do you get normally at, at Chipotle? And obviously your order, I bet, has changed since your, your diagnosis. It has. My, my new go-to order, which I had today, burrito bowl, brown rice, black and pinto beans which is, I believe, Ooh, called right. Fiesta. Uh, <laughs> a shit ton of corn, a uh, little bit of the green salsa, sour cream, lots of it, lettuce, and then the main protein being the sofritas, the like tofu, uh, and then chips, and then more corn on the side for the chips. That is the wow. go-to. You know, I, I can have that two, three, four times a week. A whole oh, bunch of corn. As I said that out loud, that's I can't be having Chipotle that often. That's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The number kept going up. Two, three, ten, twenty-five times a week. Doesn't matter. <laughs> I, 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 I agree with you, and it's something that I will talk about with my final thoughts. But like Chipotle, for what it is, you can get a, 
You can, if you get a bowl, you can get a pretty low calorie, not that bad meal, Nick. It can be it can be decent and and. Omitting that tortilla it, goes a long way. It's it's that sort of thing that we talked about, like a subway. If you go into a subway and you do it up your way, you can get something that is okay yeah. for lunch. Um, but you know, how is it? You know what I mean? How uh, how 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 is the food? It's always yes. a question with Chipotle. It's very intense when you look into that other camera. I mean, it is, it, it 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 deserved that. It deserved that look here. I I, I it Chipotle. So, <laughs> but you guys don't like that. I'm sorry. I have for to keep our, looking for away. our listeners. Mitch has two ki- two angles on himself when he records these Zoom calls. He sets up his phone as like kind of a side camera, and then mm. when he has a point he really wants to lean in, he'll turn to that side camera and deliver it. Like, it's like I a guess confession like, booth to one side. Yeah. <laughs> So kind of like the thing with Chipotle is, it needs to be more consistent. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, and I bet you guys that is a joke that for literally six people. <laughs> yeah. That's hey, but it landed on me, and I just thought that felt like an old SNL bit. <laughs> Alan, Doughboys is a is is funny for about six different people. So that's it's we're oh great. We're, we have a lot of if we're hitting listeners. those numbers. Yeah. Uh, Mike, so so not a Chipotle fan, not a, not a place you go to regularly. Let me say, uh, I, it, when I first moved to LA, I loved Chipotle. I feel like it was more around in my life when I, I lived like in like uh, the Hollywoodish area when I first moved here, and right. so I would. And kinda, those for, you, for you, those of you who don't know Hollywood, there's a Chipotle on every corner, baby. Truly, man, it's, <laughs> it is it is Chipotle rich over there. Um, and uh, I liked it then, but then you know what? I think that my major deductions that are going to happen today almost all have to do with the pandemic and ordering mm. it on an app and not like look at like I made decisions I would mm. not have made ha- had I actually been there. Um, well, here is the that and that is an issue with Chipotle and any of these assemble your own right. you know meal places is that you can. You add one extra thing and it's ungapachka. It's you got too much going on, and oh, you've ruined gosh. your meal. It, it's the same thing. You know, my, you say the Chipotle, word too much. You say that word too much. No, it's, I say it the right amount. Uh, if I if I said it if I said a little too much, it might be ungapachka. My usage of it, but I think currently right. my usage is fine. The Chipotle I I go to is right next to a Cold Stone Creamery. Same sort of thing on the dessert side. Mm. It, you, you can just fuck up your mix-ins and, and sweet creamery uh, combo, and then all of a sudden you've got a dessert that's no good. It's like when Link completely that. butchers a, a recipe in, Zel- in Breath of the Wild. It, that's just a fucking big mound of fucking mush. The, those two, the, really a Chipotle is. and a Cold Stone Creamery. They should just knock down the wall and make a big fucking... Hot and cold mush store. Yeah, yeah they stop, got a savory pile like and a you, sweet pile. Stop acting like you're separate entities. You got, you know, it's it's <laughs> one long chain. You know. <laughs> so, uh, so Mike, I ordered with the app as you did. Are yeah. you, I like the app. I think the app. I'd never used it before. You know, I my I lovely made, wife Natalie uh, helped me through it. I I made a tremendous mistake with it, which is that mm. first of all, I wanted to. I was gonna get like a burrito bowl thing. But I, pre, I, I believe yes. that either Alan or Mitch were going would make fun of me because that seems like what I would get, and so I, I preemptively, you know, lashed out against them and got something different point. from from what I would get, and I, I went with just the burrito, but then I, I just clicked veggie wow. burrito, but then all it had in it was rice. 
What? You didn't customize no. it? No. I didn't understand. I just clicked veggie no. burrito. And I was like, ah, just whatever the fuck. And so it was it was the driest trash I've ever taken like four bites of. And I was like, what the fuck? So I understand it's, I didn't know <laughs> that for the app, I couldn't, it, it should not, the base of a veggie burrito should not just be rice. You're, it should obviously be beans, rice, a couple other fucking things. Or can't contact you and ask, is this a mistake? You got a flour <laughs> tortilla filled with white rice. That was yes. your meal. And I, I took a bite into it and I was like, no. And it was, and, oh, and the key, the, the, the really, my least favorite part of the whole thing, it was like this big. It was like the smallest little nothing of a burrito I've ever received. Now, look, Doughboys is Cass not a Kessel test. put his hand, yeah. Doughboys is not a test, but Mike, you somehow failed Doughboys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll take that. I was going to say Castle held up his hand in kind of like a reverse Sonny Corleone sizing. Yes, exactly. <laughs> give us a it's sense the of literal opposite of the Sonny. A very, was very not, small, modest burrito. That was not that small, by the way, what he just said. <laughs> um, I, I had a, so here's the thing. That is that is confusing, and they should have uh, the app should be more clear because if you click veggie burrito, it says includes my my app said includes guacamole, so it it that felt like more of a prefab thing. But I I also did a veggie burrito, and and beca- yeah, I would normally get a bowl, but I wanted to get something different for this episode as you did, uh, Mike, and so I got a veggie burrito. I I threw in. So it comes with guac. I added pinto beans. The pinto beans are vegan. They used to include uh-huh. bacon, but they are they are vegan now. A uh, white rice, fajita veggies, uh, tomatillo green chili, which is their medium salsa. I believe uh, that is the uh, the ch- the salsa that Alan got, uh, and also cheese and sour cream. So I loaded it up. I also got some chips and guac. I'd say a decent burrito. It was. I messed fun. up, you know, but I I still and this is my American right. I blame Chipotle for my mess up. <laughs> Mike, I just went into the app. All you have to do is continue to stro- scroll. You put veggie, and then all of the other options are there, bud. It said yeah. add, but I was like, so I. it didn't say it was like that it will come with nothing. So I was like, oh, in addition to whatever the base veggie burrito is, if it said, I basically ordered a rice burrito. Yes. So why would it say veggie? Like It, it felt like if you're picking veggie, mm-hmm. that means more than just rice. Like, it... It initially said chicken. If you order the chicken one, would there be no chicken in it until you add chicken? Here, here's what I'll say in, in your defense, uh, Mike: is point. that a lot of these a lot of these these chains where they're all about customization. Five Guys suffers from this as well. They don't have like a default option. And I think if you are someone who is not familiar with this chain or not familiar with their ordering process uh, or, or a total newbie, you've never been there before. You're 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 taking your maiden voyage to Chipotle. You might be confused. And and it would be nice if they're like, I'll just get the number one, which right. is like that, we've set up. This I, is a burrito I with these combo ingredients. I felt that if I were getting the like open burrito bowl thing. For some reason, I was like, that you would customize more. If it says veggie burrito, I just assumed it was like going into any place and ordering a veggie burrito. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I will say that mine was mine was ready right on time. I arrived uh, just like right when the app said it was going to be delivered, and they were like finishing making it and handed it to me. So they, they you know, it, it was it was very well handled on their end. Um, and the, the chips and I think their guac is good. I will say this. I think, I think Chipotle's guacamole is maybe their best menu item. You know, mm, that's good. Guac, I think, yeah, guac I think, is I think, extra, but I think good. it's the thing that's always consistent there. 
Uh, you know what? I, you I disagree with I disagree with you. You know what I think that is their best thing is the sour cream. <laughs> they do. They have quality sour cream. A little they have good sour for cream. My, a little liquidy for my taste, but I still like it. It's like almost like fluff like. It's like fluff and utter. <laughs> yeah. It's like very it's it's like a it's I mean, I love it. I Nick, I want a little different today too. I got myself uh, a a burrito bowl. I ordered from the app. I ordered from J- the Chipotle app itself. And they have free delivery right now uh during uh during the quarantine. Um and uh I got myself a burrito bowl, white rice. I want pinto beans, which I which I never get. And I got um uh oh my god barbacoa i did barbacoa as my meat fun uh cheese sour cream tomato salsa green salsa and then i got a side of chips with green salsa so i could also put it on oh and i also got red salsa which i never do to make it a little bit spicier uh and uh and i also got a little side of queso for those chips uh nick it tasted like my meal was prepared on that Cold Stone Creamery board, the the ice board or whatever the oh hell it boy. is. Oh boy, it was cold as hell. Oh no, that's right. And also, it came so fast. It, it came within twenty three minutes. The delivery from when I ordered it, which is crazy. So that <laughs> strikes me as maybe a, a you know, and again, everyone's figuring this out. This our, our current hell world on on the fly but that strikes me as they did not have a good delivery protocol for like they don't have like an insulated bag need like our old our old rachel ray bag that we used to use that would keep something hot for delivery there was there was something there was something so i mean like even in 23 minutes it felt like like i felt like the food at the restaurant was cold it shouldn't get cold that quickly and here's here's what i think is like i don't think subway is good and for but for a long time it was just this sort of thing of like I know what I'm gonna go get if I go get a fucking make it my way and get a turkey and cheese sub and toast it or whatever I know yes. it's gonna be a certain quality. Chipotle is just so it's it's all over the place, man. It it it's a uh, the quality control of it, it. It needs to be more like a it like when you go to McDonald's. Usually we talk about this where it's like eight what eighty five percent of the time ninety percent of the time it's pretty good. Yeah, I think McDonald's doesn't have as much variance as some other chains in its price category. Uh, I, you know, like like you know, my one of my favorites, Del Taco, is that's kind of all over the map, and that's kind of the the negative about Del Taco. Yeah. You'll have some some rough Del Tacos, but I and, and Wendy's I've heard across the country there's some very bad Wendy's, particularly in the South. Like I guess that's just a bad region for Wendy's. Um, whereas other regions, it's like the best, you know, it's like, it's like the highest caliber. So I, I think, I think Chipotle has some, some inconsistency between franchises for sure. Yeah, the the consistency issue is, and I, and I feel like just like on a, cause like I said, it can be a nice little treat for lunch. You can do a salad or a bowl not feel really guilty. If you get some chicken and some salsa in there, it can be all right. You know what I mean? But the quality just kind of goes all over the place. And, And today it was just, it was just a cold fucking goopy mess. The 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 uh, the the uh, queso the queso which by the way does taste better than when we first had it. They've improved it a little bit, and that was the part of the reason I got it was to, to try the queso again. And I thought it was better, but it was cold and it was like half of the container. There was like this much queso, oh, an boy. angry inch. Um, <laughs> oh, that's a better metric to use. I shouldn't have even used my fingers. I should have said my burrito was the size of an angry inch. <laughs> uh, but no, it was. Uh, I was like, I, to me, I was like, uh, I wanted it to be like that kind of like 
Chipotle, the, the world in the last 15 to 20 years has changed in that. Chipotle is not a special restaurant anymore. It's not fancy. Mm. Like it once felt like, like, whoa, these are like real quality burritos. Doesn't feel that way anymore. In in no. in, in 2020, that is not the case. But We've I was seen like, this you know with what? Quiznos. Quiznos, Quiznos came thing, on yeah. the scene and was like, oh, this is like the nice sandwich place. And then they scaled up too quickly and the quality took a dive. And yeah, same things happened U- with Chipotle. Um- umami Burger, too, is the other one that we Umami uh, Burger, for sure. Yeah. More, more just in LA, but the same thing. It, it scaled but, up too fast? Yeah, they, they opened up too many umamis and, and it stopped being this special thing that it once was. Baja Fresh, you know, that's the big one for me. Baja Fresh, yeah. a lot of people, if, they're, if you're not from SoCal, you may not know that Baja Fresh at some point was like a nice, like Mexican, fast casual Mexican place. Like it was like Even a higher two, quality. When I, when I moved out here in 2005, Nick, it was still, the, it was, it, I think that was starting to end at that point, but it still was nice. It was not. Yeah. Everything was fresh, and it was just it was like very good quality. And then, actually, a part of it was was them being acquired by Wendy's, who we touched on. And the other part was them having to compete with Chipotle. Uh, and but that's yeah, so, that's, it's it, it's so weird to me that Chipotle was was re- acquired by McDonald's. And I know that I think since then maybe they're not anymore. But I don't yeah, know what the deal it. is. But they what? it's that sort. Of, they flipped it. They held on to Chipotle for a hot for a hot second, and then they flipped it. Oh no shit! Oh, I didn't. Yeah, know. like a. Like a house in foreclosure. Was it related but, to the E. coli stuff? Which I'm still amazed that they were able to, you know, rebound from that. It's unbelievable they survived that. I will say Jack in the Box had an even more severe E. coli scare that led to some deaths Didn't in the Jimmy 90s. Didn't Jimmy John's have an E. coli that. scare as well? Yeah, same. Yeah, they, they also had a similar thing. They, like, took uh, the sprouts out as a result, which was a bummer. Yeah. I love those fucking sprouts. Oh, those them sprouts hate- are nice. I hate Jimmy John's to remind me of a chain that I fucking don't like. I, for some reason, love it. I don't know I don't why. mind it. Do you really? I don't mind Jimmy John's. Yeah. I think Jimmy John's is pretty good. I like their Jimmy, veggie sandwich. Jimmy John himself is like a piece of shit. Isn't he like a yeah, big game yeah, hunter? Yeah, he's like a game he's hunter. He's an awful yeah, man. He's a piece Truly of shit, terrible yeah. man. All the, everyone who runs one of these companies is a ghoul. That's just yeah, you know, yeah. the nature of it. <laughs> yeah, the, the thought of any of the guys running any of these companies, just even looking at the food I'm going to eat makes me not want to eat it. But I know they <laughs> never have, so it doesn't matter. Do you know what they should change Jimmy John's to? And I think that they should do the same thing with Papa John's. Mm-hmm. Is uh, Jimmy Shacks and Papa and Papa John should be Papa Shacks. We've Shack talked about get involved. We, yeah, we talked about Papa John's be, rebranding as Papa Shacks, which I think would be a smart pa- move. Papa Shacks would be great. They should yeah, call it Papa, Papa Shacks. Cousin of um, Shake Shack. A cousin of Shake Shack. <laughs> <laughs> How often do you guys think about that? The former CEO of uh, uh, Papa John's. Him talking about eating pizza. I've eaten pizza every day for the last 40 days. That, that <laughs> video, I think about it so often. It comes to me yeah. many times a day. I'll just hear it. So I have a question about that video. Yeah. Is his, there's a version where his voice is slowed down or does his voice sound gross? Like what is happening in that I video? I think that's what his voice sounds like. Yeah. I, it's his voice just got all fucked up? He sounds, yeah, right. Like, no, so I think we, we are familiar with... Commercial voice, but in reality, he's like a Dick Tracy villain who sounds like that. <laughs> they dub him in the commercials to not. Sound yeah, like exactly. That. Yeah, it's hell. It's hell to film these things. I remember he refuses I, to I, actually I, say the word, so he's just mouthing. <laughs> they put pizza sauce in his mouth. So yeah. Move. yeah, the man hates like that, Mr. Ed. I think it was when when Peyton Manning won uh, so Super Bowl, either with the Colts or maybe it was the Broncos. And uh, and Jimmy John, I mean uh, Papa John, came out into the fucking field with him. Yeah, it's fucking sucked. 
Yeah, it's, it's gross. It, I was I was sad to see Peyton Manning win the Super Bowl, and then also at the same time, I hated that Puppet John was with him. And then uh, that was that's trumped though by uh, Jimmy Fallon running out onto the field when the Red Sox won the World Series for the first time <laughs> to shoot Fever Pitch. <laughs> to shoot the end of Fever Pitch. Yeah. Which, what a fucking... I remember being so happy, like, being like, yeah, we won, and then, like, looking up at the screen and being like, huh? Jimmy Fallon, <laughs> Jimmy Fallon is out there? What is Jimmy Fallon doing here? That sucks. We, again, like, that was, like, what, that was mid-2000s? When was that? Yeah, so the that same era we were talking about earlier? 2004. Very, uh, very douchey time in American culture. Uh, well, we should get to our final thoughts on Chipotle, so we will each Wait, did, go Alan, around. did we hear from Alan? Yeah, we heard from Alan. Alan talked okay. about his bowl. You got the, you got the same oh, right. uh, same order as usual, yes? Yeah, I actually just remembered an old thing from Chipotle that I don't know if it's still... A th- Do you guys ever have the quesarito? Yes. They. I don't know if they try make once. that anymore. We've, I've had that before. I just remembered that as once. the most disgusting, wonderful thing in the world and how that never <laughs> caught on. It's, oh, it's it, a it, burrito made out of a quesadilla, and it was incredible. Yeah, it's it's vile and delicious, and I think it was one of those things where they got they they got spooked by their own secret menu, and a lot of that stuff they just won't even make for you anymore. Yeah, if you're requesting, I think, I think like we we don't do that. It was too messy, and now Taco Bell has just taken over the quesarito. They 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 stole it. They it's theirs. Yeah, they have it now. So uh, for our final thoughts, we'll each take a second and give a summation of our evaluation of Chipotle, and then finish by giving a fork score from zero to five forks. Uh, that will be our, our final verdict on this chain. Uh, our guests usually go first. Uh, Alan, let's begin with you. Uh, Chipotle is a staple. It is uh, part of everyday life. You pass it, you know what you're going to get. Uh, I like a place that doesn't have a, a menu with numbers. Now, I'll give me a number one, number three. I like a place that trusts me and uh, really has the confidence that whatever I choose is going to be a good meal. And that's what I look for in a restaurant, really. I thought we were reviewing it and not doing a sappy commercial for it. I'm proposing to Chipotle. <laughs> Let me have this moment. Uh, no, it's, it, it is something that you, I truly feel like you can't go wrong as someone with a lot of bullshit uh, dietary restrictions. And by bullshit, I mean it sucks. Not that they're fake. Um, I should clarify that. Um, I have the paperwork. Um, I like that I can eat anything there and not worry about mm, dying or shitting my pants for 12 hours. Uh, though, if you eat too many beans, you will probably shit your pants for a while at Chipotle. Um, this is what happens. It was inspirational and fun, and then Castle threw me off, and now I'm talking about crapping my pants. Yep. <laughs> uh, I, Chipotle for me is four, four and a half forks. It's, you, you four and a half put forks? It, yeah. Wow. Wow. <clears throat> wow. Very high score. Mike Castle, yeah, go high. ahead. Uh, I would say um, Chipotle, obviously not a staple for me. Um, I I walk by it and I quicken my pace a little bit. I would say typically, um, and you know while I I deserve some hate and uh, you know I'll take some online bullying for my mess up with my order. I blame them. Um, I blame democracy and I blame Chipotle huh. for letting it be too democratic for me. I want them to tell me what I want. Um, so I'll give it. I'm gonna give it two forks. Two forks. Yeah. All right, Spoonman, what do you think? I'm kind of with Mike. Um, I think that it is his, his uh, 
his right as a citizen of the United States to blame the the company instead of himself for what happened. <laughs> and Alan, I'm the opposite of you in that uh, I don't trust myself. I don't want to fuck. I'm going to fuck this up if I if I have to do this. I'm going to fuck it up. I'm not a I'm not a burrito creator. I'm, I'm not I'm not I'm I don't make meals. Nick, you're right. I, I, look, it's not as big of a problem there. The customization is not a bit as big of a problem. It's consistency, like I said. Yes. And today I got fucking something that was cooked on those cold stone fucking ice slabs. It was cold, <laughs> and it was served to me within 23 minutes. And I've had Chipotle that's 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 been sitting around longer than 23 minutes. Truly, yes. 23 minutes. And it, and this and and I want I going into this I wanted this to be a three and a half fork place because I was like oh like you know what you're getting there you're getting a bowl. It's like a sub subway, but it's actually kind of tastier than a subway. It can be healthy enough. Not that I'm saying it's healthy, but a burrito bowl is not that bad with some some uh, protein and a, a little bit of rice and some and and some veggies or whatever. But it's not Nick. It's just the consistency for me is, and, and that, that's not just today. It's it's all. This is always the case, and and I think that like. I think it's a sort of thing that it's fun to toss in more rice and stuff like that, but you always get uneven. You can get a burrito that's just filled with rice. You, you know, you know this happens. You can get a you can get a bowl that doesn't have enough protein. You know what I mean? Things like that mm-hmm. just happen, and I think that they need to figure that out. I know that it's that it's right now. It's difficult times for delivery and those people who are working there, are essential workers. They're heroes, um, but it's not getting the three and a half forks for me, and I don't even know if it's going to get three forks. It needs to wow. be. It needs to take. It needs to take what McDonald. It needs to have that. Just it needs to be consistent like that. It needs it. Uh, so I'm going to go two two point nine forks, Nick. Two point nice. nine forks. Two standard yep. forks. One ten pronged fork, <laughs> with nine of them activated. That's right. Wow. Nine activated. <clears throat> uh, I am going to. I feel like I'm going. I feel like what what was what's going to happen here, Mitch. Is that we we may be and I don't know if we do we have a a stair step club a ladder club do we have some sort of club yeah we that do, it, we, we we did do that at one point yes I'm trying to remember what it was exactly because I feel like my score is going to land a little bit south of Allen's but north of your guys's I will say I like the app I think the app is pretty is pretty easy you're to saying pretty the Chipotle easy use. app the Chipotle app I, I use like the Postmates app. which I maybe. Maybe uh, I blame so, Postmates. Yeah, that may be the issue. I think if you use the Chipotle mm. proper app, you can't make that kind of mistake. Uh, I think that the the I will say that this is one thing in Chipotle's favor. And we, when we're looking for a chain to review, both of you guys have restrictive diets that we've touched on, and Chipotle is yeah. a place that can accommodate that. A lot of fast food places cannot do that. A lot of fast food places, it's like, what, I'm going to have a bun? I'm going to have, mm-hmm. you know, a just grilled the... grilled cheese? Yeah, exactly. You're going you're gonna to have something that's not particularly satisfying that's maybe not even a meal uh, to try to, to if you're, if you're going to try to eat vegetarian or, or eat, you know, gluten-free. So... I, you you can accommodate that at Chipotle pretty well, and I think their veggie options are decent. My veggie burrito, I enjoyed. I'd rather have one from like you know like a good local Mexican spot, but thinking yeah. of it as a chain restaurant, it's pretty good. The guacamole mm. is very good. I I really like legit like their guac. I don't like their their chips because I think they just have that hint of lime. I like that they're warm, but that hint of lime always tastes artificial to me. Although I yeah. I do really like their guac. I got myself a grapefruit Izzy, which is like their grapefruit soda they have there, which I had this at, uh, for dinner, so I made it into a Paloma with a little bit of Casamigos, a little tequila in there, and that was a treat. No, look at I'm that. Going to, 
Yeah, I'm going to say this gets 3.25 forks. Three forks, one wow. tine, not a conventional four-tined forks. That's where that's where I think Chipotle lands. It's a little bit above average, and I think it can improve a, a little bit more if they up their consistency. Um, the but, can, you know, the consideration you're making uh, about the availability, the options, you know, avail- I, I I agree with that, actually. That is it's a good point about one of their benefits. It's nice when you go to a place and you go, I can definitely eat something here. You know? 100%, yeah. Um, and uh, and hey, that is an asset of Chipotle, and hey, that's our verdict on Chipotle. It's time for a segment. Mm. Mitch has a food stuff that he is going to taste test solo. It's another edition of Spoonman's Treater Skeet. Mitch does not have the item prepared, so he is standing up to go over and... Hey, that's not really fair because it's a refrigerated item. Okay, it is a refrigerated item. We're going to find out what he's going to whip, out, whip up here. I almost oh, did he, say whip out, and then I also said whip up, which also didn't make sense. Yeah, but because then you're because not you initially anything. said the out, it felt like you were describing the dick coming out and then whipping it up as well. <laughs> it, it, it became extremely, it was moving. It was not, I hated it. This thing's not All whipping right. anywhere. All right, Nick, <laughs> today I got Twix oh. chocolate milk. Wow. And Nick, that looks we intense. Never, We've never uh, chocolate low fat mil- uh, milk Twix flavored. Nick, we never we've never really discussed what um what we did. We, it's a, a treat or skeet. What what would this be? Oh, we need a drink it's a, equivalent. It's a, it's, a, it's, it's a drink equivalent. Mmm. So drink or stank is our normal one, but that involves mm. everyone taste testing. If it's solo, um, yeah, sip or ship. Yeah, I like, like you're it. Gonna sip sip or it ship. You're going to ship it off? I love it. Okay. How about sip or shit? Sip or shit. Right. I'm gonna pour, yeah, it's easier because it's more confusing to say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say, if I don't like it, I'll pour the rest of it down the toilet. Great. Is this going in your mouth or in the toilet? Skip yeah. it in the middle, man. Let's find Irma's, out. Irma's up on the table. She must be interested in this. All right. Twix, chocolate milk. Uh, you guys can think. You guys can discuss what you think. It's gonna I'll be rich. It's gonna be real rich. I, I'm just curious what twi- what Twix flavor means exactly. If that yeah. means like it's kind of a caramel a caramel chocolate. I'm, I'm taking a little sniff of it right now. It smells oh like God. a Twix candy bar. Wow. Irma Irma, Irma <laughs> is meowing. She's coming up to the Twix chocolate milk. She's interested in it for some reason. We saw her on camera briefly. It Are smells Eleanor- very. It's it smells very much like a Twix candy bar. It's very strange. It feels Eleanor like it Mike- would- it would say on the bottle, good for cats. <laughs> yeah, they should They should let you know if that's cat safe. <laughs> are, are either of you guys big candy guys? Do you like a sweet treat? Uh, occasionally. Not, not, a, not when I'm home, but I feel like if I'm like ever traveling, yes. like a candy bar calls out to me significantly more. Especially if you're in a foreign country, I feel like somehow like a, a, a Snickers feels more like sustaining to me or something. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Alan uh, Snickers, candy? Snickers is one of the best candy bars ever. It's unbelievable. It's so top, good. Top tier uh, candy. Uh, I'm a big uh, Starburst Skittles guy, and since Ooh. the uh, quarantine, I have had conservatively 10 plus pounds of the. Wow. Like, wow. It is my. I ordered groceries the other day and got a three pound band, bag of Starburst, and that was last Monday, and they're gone. Oh, yeah. Wow. Those are all gone. <laughs> yeah. Those are the two That's that impressive. I'm real, real hooked on. Uh, I just want to show. I just. I just want to yeah. show that these that there's like Twix bars like being engul- like uh, enveloped by uh, 
like a chocolatey milk here on the bottle, Nick. Yeah, we're kind of getting their origin story here. Wait, wait, yeah. what is that? Is that oh, like it a, looks like Pompeii. Like a beaker? Yeah, it does look it's, like a... Is, is it a beaker or a volcano? I can't... What, the, 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 what, the, what they're in? I don't know. It's just... It's, it's like when the Joker fell into the acid, basically, it looks like mm. to me. Thinking back in the original Tim Burton Batman, that's yeah, what yeah. reference is. Solid. Or maybe the T two, uh, the T two falling into the the uh, the molten lava or whatever the fuck it was. They need to right, bring back the Joker falling in acid. Like in the yeah. recent ones, it's just been like he's wearing makeup and fine. Yeah. But give me the acid guy. That Doesn't was he fun. Fall in in Suicide Squad. Doesn't he leap into acid? Am I making that up? Mm, I don't. I think he's just is the Joker at the start of that. From what I've only saw it once. Yeah, he's like they already in jail, may, isn't he? Or something. Yeah, I think he's already the Joker. Uh, I think I think Harley Quinn maybe falls into acid. She does. Okay, okay. Oh, that's what that uh, is. Okay. Can I say this go. is not really related to anything, but this is a little bit about candy. I want to tell you guys this one thing I used to love to make when I was a teenager. It was like a my my take on a classic uh, a classic candy. So I, I will get crushed up ice. All right, and I would put it inside. All right, you open up a fruit roll-up, you know, and you, you know, you remo- remove all the stuff. You put the ice right in the center. You wrap it up like a little ball, all right, so that the ice is inside of the fruit roll-up. And then you, you just keep that in your mouth, and occasionally, slowly but surely, you are biting into it as the uh, fruit roll-up starts to get, like, frozen, and it becomes kind of, like, crunchy, and it's... So, that's all. The fuck? <laughs> that is wild. <laughs> yeah. That is a wild <laughs> thing you just described. I'm just thinking, look, we're all home. You know, we're wanting to try some stuff out. This is a thing I started doing when I was like 16. I was like, this is fucking, this is what it's all 16. about. 16? Well, I mean, well, that was when I first smoked weed. Okay. And so, <laughs> all right, all right. It occurred that's to me. the only podcast you can tell that story on, and it's semi-relevant. That's why I jumped at the play. opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> all right, here we go. Twix, I'm trying it, Nick. You still haven't taken a sip yet? That's fucked up. I thought he'd had it already. <laughs> I love that we have two video angles on this. <laughs> Oh man! Definitely give reaction to the other camera. Oh man, this this is this is this is bad. This is for sure bad. Wow! Could it go ba- any other way? Bad in it what t- specific way? It the caramel taste of it makes it taste like kind of like old coffee that's been sitting around. Uh-huh. It's fucking bad. This is bad, bad, bad. So it's a wow. shit. Yeah, it's a shit. He's still drinking it. <laughs> yeah, I'll drink. I'll drink the whole bottle for science' sake. <laughs> <laughs> it it really does that, seem like a Dunkin' Donuts thing. There is a creaminess to it that makes me keep coming back to it. I, yeah. Like I want to take another sip of it, but it, the, the, the man that that like caramel and like whatever 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 chemicals they use to like kind of make it taste like that caramel, and the, you can taste like the chunky, the wafer part of the bar a little bit. It, yeah. it just is. Hey, this is Nick. This is a this is this is going down the toilet. This is a oh, they, they tried to get the wafer flavor in there. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's, a, the there's a wafer. So you want to skip that? Yeah. You want to skip Ooh. that part? Yeah, that's gross. Well, that seems like a, it, it's like one of those decisions that's so bad it clearly comes down to one person. You know, like yes. they were like, we got the flavor completely, and he's like, what's the consistency? Does it feel like there's little wafers in there? And they said no, and he's like, we're gonna need that. Yeah, someone on the Twix board <laughs> gave that note, and they're like, I mean, we can do it. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I think you should. He's one of those guys who he- just likes to give a note, and then just after he hears himself say it, he's like, you have to do that now. You have yeah, to. Yeah, <laughs> I have to feel like he has ownership over this somehow. <laughs> Sounds like Hollywood in a lot of ways. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I think that's where I'm pulling I, I, from. 
There, you know what I'll say? I'll say this. There is like a creamy chocolate milk flavor to it that is tasty, and then it just is overcome by this kind of caramel cookie Twixy taste that's not good. You'd rather just so, have chocolate milk, right? You'd, yeah. you'd rather have, and there is like there is some version of chocolate milk in this because I think it is. I think it's a Nesquik product. I think it is. Well, maybe not, but it tastes like it, kind it, of like Nesquik. Which if is, it isn't, it's definitely openly infringing on some Nesquik <laughs> copyright shit. This just strikes me as one of those yeah. things where if, if you'd rather have the, the normal thing, if you'd rather just have chocolate milk yeah, no. instead of the, the, then that's Ungapachka. They got too, they threw too much stuff in there. <laughs> that is, now it's too many. Now it's too many. For now sure. it's too many. Yeah. Uh, hey. <laughs> I can just uh, picture was... myself, I can picture myself strangling you. <laughs> and you and you're just as I'm strangling you, you just keep saying ungapachka. Like, it like, sounds, yeah, it sounds like sounds that you would eke out as you're being strangled for sure. Ungapachka, like like you would, and it would be you'd be rubbing it in my face as I was fucking crushing your neck. Oh, I thought you were saying that it's just the sounds of that action of you strangling Nick would oh, make no. ungapachka. <laughs> yeah. That too, I like that too. I I. I you, this word. Yeah. You love this word. It's a useful word. Hey, that was Spoonman's Sip or Shit, our new segment. <laughs> Just like a restaurant, we value your no, feedback. Sipper, Let's open you up know the feedback. Sip, sip, or, sip or ship to keep, it, to keep it clean. Sip or ship. So it's a proper mm-hmm. rhyme, not a near rhyme. Uh, if you're going to sip it, you're going to ship it off. Mitch is going to si- ship this one off. Uh, even though it seems like you drank about 80% of the bottle. <laughs> uh, just like a restaurant with all your feedback, let's open the feedback. And hey, we've got a voicemail today. Let's go ahead and l- hear this. I'm going to share my screen real quick. Is that 80% of the bottle? Come on, <laughs> Mitch. Let it go. Oh, boy. Mitch took the label off to prove that, he, that, that most of it is still in there. All right, fine. I stand corrected. Uh, let's listen to this voicemail. Hi, do boys. This is Amanda from the Bay Area. Uh, I was curious what proportion of chain restaurants you have a regular standing order at versus restaurants where you'll mix it up every time. So, for example, I always get the same thing at Chipotle and at Subway every single time. But at, like, a McDonald's or a Taco Bell, I always make a decision about what I'm in the mood for when I get to the restaurant. Thanks. Bye. So, Alan, you already touched on that you have a regular order at Chipotle. Are there any other chains you have a regular standing order at? Yeah, pretty much every spot that I go to, I, I, like I said, I'm a robot with food and I find a thing that I like and like end of list, like I'm done. I don't need to experiment. I, I like the consistency and just knowing that like I get the one thing and it'll be fine. What's another of your chain go-to orders? I'm trying to think like I've really changed all of my restaurants now with this new thing, which is a great Mm. answer to give on a food uh, podcast. Um, I think like at a burger spot, like I will get the same thing on a burger pretty much anywhere I go. Uh, You know, mayo, pickles, lettuce, Mm. onion, uh, bacon, cheese. That's like it doesn't matter if (laughs) I'm at a burger spot where What'd you say? Mustard, <laughs> onions, tomato, <laughs> kale. I just like name the whole thing. Yeah, I, I like know. the simpleness and the consistency of it. Mike is still making fun of me, so I'm just going to talk over him. <laughs> you know what? This is a question I've had since the show, since we did the show. Do yes. you guys like each other? We do. Oh, yeah. We're lovers. We're, we're, but it's, you know, that brotherly way where any, any outward affection is immediately pushed back upon. Right. Did anything while we were shooting make you think that we didn't actually like each other? No, not at all. I was just joking. I know that you love each other. Um, and also, <laughs> I, oh well, I'm sorry I'm, that I answered it honestly. I, uh, I, 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 I'm also jealous because I'm in a, a work relationship where I feel like 
one side doesn't really love the other side. Oh, bud, oh, you yeah. should really consider mm, it. It's really wonderful to have like a partner who trusts <laughs> it's you. It's really that, nice. Who, yeah, it's a good no, feeling for sure. Yeah, no, we actively dislike each other. I think that's our magic. <laughs> no, I know that's that's what makes listening to yeah. it so so. You know, electric. I feel that no. the first time I listened to an episode <laughs> and Mitch was saying something and I think I rolled my eyes and then he called you out for rolling your eyes. And I was like, yes, oh, great. <laughs> uh, Castle, did you not eat a Alan, you're the, you're the you're the you're the Mitch of the podcast, I guess, which is a good thing, by the way. I'll take it. I don't know what Unga Pachka means, so I'm with you. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Uh, Nick, Nick didn't either until a few months ago. <laughs> and it shows in how much he uses it. <laughs> uh, I, I love yeah, the information. You, when I started, uh, when I like became vegetarian, it, it was like immediately my everything in my diet changed because I grew up mm. like right off a big street in Chicago where it was like all these fucking Taco Bell, KFC, McDonald's, all that shit. And so when I became vegetarian, it was like I suddenly can't go to any of those places, you know. And so now it's like, you know, 13 or 14 years later and uh, the places are all starting to get, you know, like the Impossible Burger and all that shit. But it's like I don't even I, I like don't even have the instinct to go there anymore. But I'm like a major frequenter of like all these local places in my neighborhood. Like I go to this one dumpling place four times a week, order wow. the same thing all the time. Every time I walk in there, the guy knows my name, but is like not friendly to me. It's great. It's my yeah. dream. I used to have a deli uh, in the city that I would walk in and he, the guy behind the counter started making my sandwich. Uh, and that went on for about four or five years where we never spoke. I'm, um, I'm pretty wow. like, uh, I, I have like a, an apologist instinct with it. Like I feel embarrassed. Like every time that I would walk there, now I am like, you did everything right now that I can't leave the house anymore. But uh, I, I, there would be a lot, I would start to feel this real like big shame right before I'd walk in where I'd be like, oh my God, they know I was here yesterday and I got the exact same fucking thing and I'm going to get it again today. Man, what a I, feeling that, that just is missing right now. Just someone just knowing your order. Yeah. Boy, what, 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 a, what a nice, just a small, like, little return to normalcy that will feel, like, so gratifying is, like, ah, that, that regular bartender, that regular yes. uh, regular waiter. God, what a, what a fucking treat that'll be. Mitch, you are holding one of your cats right now. Nick. Wiger, Nick, guess which one it Nick. is. I'm, it's got to be Irma. Is, no. you're, such a, you're such a piece of shit. Now I think you do it on purpose so you say the wrong one. <laughs> That's not Irma? Not she was it's just on the table. Wally. Oh, okay. Hi, Wally. He's got the white Wally's stripe the down boy. his face. White stripe white down his, his face. Okay, white stripe for Wally. I'll remember. I'm going to fucking drive to whatever city you move to and beat. I'm going to find you. I swear to God. <laughs> the, the inside Weiger's head follow up to I'll remember was, and then I'll intentionally not say it. <laughs> Um, I sadly think about what I'm going to order besides a restaurant where I'm going down to sit at and I don't, and even still then I'll look at the menu, but if like I'm with a group of people and then we're going to, we decide to go to a restaurant and just sit down and eat. That's like maybe the only time that I'm not looking at the menu or thinking about it. Like if I'm going to get, go get myself some Taco Bell, I'm like, I think I'm going to get this tonight. And I think about it at least an hour or so before I do it. <laughs> always, always Nick. I, there's not a time that I don't think about it. No, we're on the same page here, but I do start thinking well in advance, and I'll sometimes even practice, like, my order. Like, right. I'll just, like, I'll be like, okay, I gotta make sure that I get this right. Especially if I have to order over the phone, which well, I that's hate because, doing. 
Yes, this is this is more of a, a a thing that you can't talk to human beings. Yeah, so I have to like just I I have to warm up to it a little bit. Um, but I so, so did you do a thing that's like, hello, sir, or madam, I would like to order. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then quickly he's like, not madam, not madam, no, no. <laughs> Uh, to, to to answer the question from Amanda, my the standing order for me, my go to, I mentioned it already, is is you know two of my favorite chains, Del Taco, In and Out Burger. I, I just have a, a kind of a pretty a pretty straightforward go to that I'll get most of the time. Some with some some minor deviations, but I just pretty much have my thing. I know what I I want. I want that you know, uh, I want that animal style double double. Uh, with mm. chilies, because I'm something of a heat seeker from uh, from In and Out Burger and fries, and if I'm going to get a sweet treat, a vanilla shake, and then at Del Taco, you know, my two Del Tacos, uh, two half pound mini cheese burritos with green sauce, and uh, fries of some sort. Often the deluxe chili cheese fries. That's usually my go-to. Sometimes I'll mix it up with a quesadilla. Sometimes I'll throw in that double Del Burger, which is indulgent and delicious. But <laughs> places I'll mix it up. For me, the answer is pizza. Pizza, I, I, I will tend to get just, like, different toppings. And Natalie and I'll, ta- I'll talk through what we want, and sometimes we'll get something a little different. And, and I, I feel like it's always, it's always something a little, bit, a little bit different every time we order some za. Mitch, what about mm. you? What are your, consi- what are your consistent ones? What are what places where you mix it up? I think that, like I said, I'm always thinking about it. So I th- for me, like, you know, it's probably a combination of the two. I'm like, I'm going to order pizza today at some point. But where am I going to get it from? And then that always determines about like kind of what style I'm going to get or what toppings I'm going to get. But like if I'm going to Taco Bell, I know what like I'm know I'm getting a cheesy gordita crunch, cheesy gordita crunch, no matter what. And so it's probably a, a, like a combo of like my regulars and then a little room to experiment. Maybe I'll get this mm. and I'll get a and I'll also get whatever the special is or whatever. They have a buffalo chicken burrito. All right, I'll try that. You know what I mean? Or right. if it's a. If it's if I'm getting Domino's, like oh maybe I'll do thin crust tonight or maybe I'll do whatever, but like oh I kind of want to do like half cheese, half sausage and onion or something like that. Like I always kind of have an idea going into it. So, I can I say when I ate meat uh, and frequented Taco Bell as a teenager, uh, I I loved the cheesy gordita crunch. It was like mm. when I became vegetarian. I kid you not, it was the only thing I was like oh my god I'm gonna fucking miss that so much. And it's, it's, I was, with beans, get it with beans. So I've heard. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I think I might do that, but it feels like it'll break a certain seal for me if I go mm. to through like a Taco Bell drive-through. It's been so many years. I say, the, it's a great time. Go. I, I mean, think, I think you should. right away I picture just chugging some mild sauce, you know, just to get it going <laughs> before I eat something. I lo- I do love the mild sauce. I used to be I used to be a, a hot sauce guy there, and I'm now a mild sauce guy. It doesn't hurt the stomach. Still has a pretty good taste. It's yeah. good. Uh, let us know if you have a standing order at Chains or if you like to mix it up. Hashtag StandMyBe or hashtag SirMixAlot. Let us know. And hey, if you have a question or comment about the chain re- or the world of chain restaurants, you can email us at doughboyspodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 830-GO-DO. That's 830-463-6844 to get the Doughboys Double, our weekly bonus episode. Join the Golden or Platinum Plate Club at patreon.com slash doughboys. So, poor, poor, poor Sir Mix-A-Lot. He's gonna have. He's gonna be tagged in fucking a bunch of these shitty. Well, I don't know if he name searches or searches for hashtags. I'm not asking he people might. to. to I'm not yeah. asking people to at Sir Mixalot. Leave Sir Mixalot alone. <laughs> he's uh, gonna see Sir Mixalot trending. He's gonna say, "What's happening?" All right, oh fine. God. We'll make it. We'll make it food themed. Hashtag Stir Mixalot. Wow, perfect. 
Can I add just like a, a sub question it's, that I, I think would be helpful? Yes. Just it's, it's worth knowing. Um, when you order, anyone who, who might answer this, when you order the same thing you always get, do you do it automatically or do you act it out like you're searching for it? Because sometimes I'll act Ooh, like I'm thinking of it. The search is actually, the process. Yeah. Yeah. You already go, yeah. like, well, let's see. Uh, you know what? No tomatoes. But I knew that going in, I wasn't going to get tomatoes. But you, yeah. Or you'll, that's good. you'll add tomatoes and then scrap it. Just <laughs> to, you know. No, that's the next level. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> had too many tomatoes today. No, no tomatoes. <laughs> that, is, that is like an embarrassment factor. Like, um,. The sort of thing if you order too much food in the fast food drive through and you're like on the phone being like, what do you want? Okay, uh, yeah, and then also <laughs> can I get that? That's, a, that's, that's like a next level embarrassing. Uh, but but um, uh, I have done that before where I'm like, let me get a – and honestly, I think I am just thinking of other – I'm trying to think of what I should get besides that. For me, it's stalling. Uh, okay. where I'm like, yes. I'm, And I'm like, let me get a um, – hmm, let me see here. Cheesy Gordita Crunch. I knew that was coming. I knew I wanted yeah. the Cheesy Gordita Crunch. But I I'm also trying to think of what else automatic. I should get. My fear is yeah, that yeah. they'll go like, oh, jeez, man. You, you're dying for that cheesy gordita, huh? Like, <laughs> you can seem a little <laughs> aggro if you don't have the – you can seem a little, like, aggressive. Like, yes. I'm going to be, like, a difficult customer right. if you have this very precise order that you just rattle off. Yeah, or, versus, like, ungrateful, too. You can, yes, right, yeah. 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 So I, I well, think I say, having the rhythm I of say, a normal say, order is helpful. I always say, hey, how are you doing every time I'm at the thing, and yeah. which also can be a turnoff. Some people are like, good. <laughs> what do you want to eat? And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Shouldn't have said this. This is a mistake. For uh, me, it's a also, fear of being judged by a stranger. Like if I order yes. too quickly, mm-hmm. yep. um, mm-hmm. I'm just looking for everyone to um, you know, validate me. So to not get it from the guy in and out is you know, really going to ruin my day. <laughs> also the the acting of it you know trying to find your order reminds oh, me of I, I i knew this guy in chicago and he, i like caught him doing something like that but he didn't like know that which was that he had on multiple occasions when we'd be in a grocery store looking to get like beer for after a show he would be like oh bud light with lime you want i would try that but I'd actually had it with him multiple times before, and I was like, I just know he likes this. And then, like, after I clocked that, I remember, like, months later, we met up again, and he was like, oh, I'm going to get a Bud Light. Actually, can I get a, um, I'm going to do a Bud Light line. Uh, but it was always, like, I knew it was active, because I was like, dude, you like that. You are acting like you're, it's a discovery, but I know and, it's And not. also, I got to say for that one, too, is, like, it is a gross one, so I almost understand <laughs> Yeah. Like Bud Light Lime is not that good. I I right. don't think so. You don't so want people to, to me- think you like it. So, so but yeah, this so freak you fucking like loves spontaneous. it. Yeah, Castle, name this freak. Who is this freak? <laughs> I can't. He Pelosi. lives in L.A. He lives yeah. in L.A. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag standby bean and hashtag stir mix a lot to make it food related. Okay, hashtag standby bean. Hashtag stir mix a lot. Let us know. But also, question: Will Mister Bean think the hashtag is about him? Oh. Um, yeah, if he gets Rowan me too in the next week, and these yeah. are people who are like praising him, that's, that's, that's a good true. point. How about hashtag <laughs> sandwich by bean? Okay, great. That makes the most sense. <laughs> that makes the most sense. That's the best one. Perfect. That's that's like making sure the wafer is in the Twix drink. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Alan Eisenberg, Mike Castle, thank you guys so much for for joining us. Uh, check out Bruise Brothers. It's streaming now on Netflix. Anything else you guys would like to to plug? Uh, Spoonman on Bruce Brothers. He is very funny on it. Yeah. Oh, man. 
Thank uh, you guys. You guys, you guys are both so funny and uh, on the show and, and and very talented guys and uh, and and very funny offset as well. So it was uh, it was fun working with you. Your check is I, in I, the mail. I was gonna, <laughs> I was just gonna plug Zach Reno's Animal Crossing Island. I was just there earlier today, and it's amazing. It's spectacular. Wow. Really good stuff. It's really really something. Oh, and uh, if you ever listens to this, uh, Zach, I stole one flower from you, even though I told you I wasn't taking anything. <sighs> So. Wow. I hope he listens and he shut it off like 30 seconds ago. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. He thought it was the He's end like, of the they podcast. all love my island. <laughs> That'll do it for this week's Doughboys. Until next time for the Spoonman, Mike Mitchell. I'm Nick Weiger. Happy eating. See ya. On the next Doughboys Double. Yeehaw, it's Tombstone Week. Griffin Newman and David Sims of Blank Check Podcast joined to review Tombstone, the movie starring Kurt Russell and Val Kilmer. Then they return on Thursday to review Tombstone, the pizza. Be our Huckleberry and subscribe to the Doughboys Double. New episodes every Tuesday only at patreon.com slash doughboys. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash doughboys. Want to see the sources for this week's intro? Check the episode description. That was a HeadGum Podcast.